welcome back everyone to episode 111 of Casual Master Quest. My name is Thomas. I'll be your host today, also known as Barbering Violinist, Barb, BV, whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go now. Um, anyways, welcome back for another week. I am joined today by my co-hosts, Hockey and Tyler. Let's see, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm late for dinner. Stop. I'm doing good. <laughs> and end the session. <laughs> Yep, it's over. We're done. Cut it out. Uh, holy crap, I'm doing good. How about you, though? I'm all right here. I've uh, I've just been living life, you know? <laughs> I keep power napping. I've napped at least two, three times today because it's been so fucking hot. I'm sick of it. Power nap. How long is a power nap for you? Hmm, 45 minutes. Oof, yes. <laughs> oh, another one. Hey, start a counter. Tyler keeps burping. No. <laughs> So it is definitely warm uh, for me here as well in this part of the U.S. Let's. Uh, yeah, I've, been, I've been sitting over at 94 Fahrenheit. Well, what's your ass? It is currently right now at 12:30 a.m. when we're recording this. It is currently 78 outside, so it's not too bad. Ugh, but that's the no, middle of the that's, night. That's the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. That's that's rough. Oof. Yeah, day temperatures have been hopping up to mid 90s. Uh, so not as big of a fluctuation as I would expect, but it's been warm. I think you also, because you get that, uh, southern humidity that's been kicking my butt. Yeah, southern discomfort, more like. <laughs> Just take a shower outside. Anyways, <laughs> our other co-host is on the opposite side of the world. Hockey, how have you been? Uh, hello. I have been good. I'm a little tired because I've messed up my sleeping schedule once again. But other than that, I'm... What? <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Is that possible? It, uh, oh, with me, it's completely possible. It's like a daily thing. I think <laughs> I think I change my sleeping schedule more than I fucking shower. <laughs> I mean, that, that could be dangerous in either direction, so I don't know what to say to that. I'm <laughs> kind of just leaving I, that one there, maybe? No. <laughs> I'm a shower every uh, two to three day kind of guy. What about you? Ooh. If, if it's a hard day, I'll shower every day. Like, if I wake up sweating, I gotta shower. There, there's no going to work in that funk. <laughs> if it's if it's really hot, I might shower multiple times in a day. Um, like, not like long really? ones, just like really quick, like 30 second cold showers. But, uh, you ever showers shower are wonderful, honestly. Ever shower before you go to bed? Yes. I prefer to. I was told... I was told people, like, are super against that for hygiene reasons. Uh, I, I have never uh, heard this. I, I use it more uh, to logic calm myself being, down. Like, uh, you know, it's like your, your bed, you know, gathers sweat and, you know, your body materials and all that stuff over time. And if you don't clean it enough times, going to bed after you shower kind of defeats the purpose. It's kind of like taking a poop after you shower, you know? It's like, yeah, you, you got a clean slate to, you know, put your painting on, but, you know, Why? <laughs> yeah, I've I've always showered right before bed. It's like a routine kind of get me settled down and get ready for bed kind of thing. Uh, I also wash my mm. sheets often enough to not necessarily make that an issue, I guess. Fair. I like taking a nice cold shower on a hot day right before I go to bed. Just uh, start me off with a cool thing. That way I can fall asleep. Jeez. And then, you know, wake up an hour later drenched in sweat and cursing the heat. I fell yep. in love with I fell in love with cold showers. Hours, Got I a seven-year anniversary with cold showers. Like, what's what's the story on that? I, I'm sure with the right amount of money, you could at least get a golden shower. It nope. doesn't have to be all cold. I guess it depends on what your ambition is. 
Back to you, hockey. That was a bit out <laughs> of my name a few things. No. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hockey. What have uh, you been up to these past couple weeks? Past couple of weeks, uh, not much actually. The only thing I've really done is uh, was it last last night? Yeah, I think it was last night. I um, I went to see Come From Away, the musical. And that was pretty, ooh. ooh, pretty fucking good. So what's it about? I don't think I've ever heard from it or heard of it. All right. I'm glad you asked. This is a, it's based on a <laughs> perfect question. <laughs> student. Here we go. Oh, I was born for this. Um, it's based on a true story. It's about this town called Ganda in uh, Newfoundland, Canada. And it's a story about uh, when the 9-11 attacks happened. A bunch of planes were diverted to the airport. I think it was 38 planes. Um, and they used to have like the biggest airport in the north, uh, like Northern Hemisphere. But um, once like they got like the jet kind of planes, they didn't really need it to refuel. But yeah, all these people got diverted to Gan- uh, Uganda. And it's just a story of them like, like bringing in all these people, treating them as their own. Uh, and just like for, I think it was five days after the attacks before they're allowed to go back to wherever they're going. And yeah, that's basically just the story of them bringing in all these people they have no, no, people they don't know. Um, a town of 9,000 population, I think, or it was, yeah, 9,000 population and nearly doubled in size in one day <laughs> with all the people coming in. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and here's a fun fact. Uh, 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 Ganda is one of the only places outside of America that has metal from the uh, World Trade Center. Or whatever, the Twin Towers or oh. one of the only other places that has it. But yeah, Interesting. It's, a, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty good story. Oh, you cry though, you cry. It's that I emotional. Was, but it's, it's good. It's, it's like say, a, is it more of like an emotional dra- dramatic kind of thing? or No, it's... Uh, it's more uplifting. Um, it's one. It's one of the only musicals I've watched that doesn't have an intermission. This goes from start to finish, just straight through. Um, How long is it? I think it's about maybe an hour and a half, or just around about that much. Okay. Okay. But it's it's not too long, really? but uh, it's and it's it, a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. Is hmm. it's good? It's uh, it's very good. Is there any names of the songs that you have offhand? Yeah. Not that you would have any kind of paperwork or special uh, yes, items. I, I we don't see you opening a book or anything. I have the program for the show right here because I am like... The program? What were the chances? <laughs> yeah, I'm a program slut. I always collect these. It's <laughs> in the musicals. Let me get to this. I do that for this. every orchestra concert I've gone to as well. Yes. So uh, it starts with the song called Welcome to the Rock, which is uh, Newfoundland. And then it goes 38 planes, which is the planes arriving at the airport to uh, blankets and bedding, where it's uh, all the townsfolk getting all the supplies to help them. Like, everyone was pitching in. Uh, they're like shopping kind of centers, where just like, just take whatever you need. You know, to the people. I mean, they're Canadian, so they're all nice. Uh, That's a stereotype. <laughs> How dare you? I... Um, then there's. Uh, 28 hours slash wherever we are uh, when the planes landed. Some of the people in the planes for 28 hours before they were actually allowed off. So that's just a song about them kind of, 
you know, wondering what's happening because none of them actually knew what happened uh, yet. Mm. Oh, that had to be like, weird. They were the like cabin crew are told not to tell anyone anything, and they're freaking out. <laughs> and um, like it starts off pretty like, like you know, like distressing, and then uh, then they bring out all the complimentary brews, and they just start going, you know, a bit crazy because they're drunk. And then it's great. Yeah, an idea of drafting dozens upon dozens of people. Like, I'm a Jolly Green Giant. I hated being in the plane for more than three, four hours. Mm-hmm. 28 fucking hours with one cabin bathroom in the back, most likely, and getting everybody pissed drunk. Holy shit. It's <laughs> more welcome to the jungle. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, they'll say now they knew every inch of the plane. Um, there's a nice story about there was a woman flying back to Texas and someone from London flying to Texas for a conference, and they met on the plane, and... After, like, being, like, stuck together in Gander, they ended up, like, starting a relationship and getting married. And, uh, they had their honeymoon in Gander. That's so sweet. Um, <laughs> I think one of the, the, the main pilot that they showcased was, uh, I think, the first female, like, American pilot flying. Um, like, the, whatever the airlines for American Airlines. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of good stuff came from that. Um, one of the passengers... They started a scholarship for one of the schools. I think they raised a couple million dollars. Uh, nice. nice. They're, they're, they're all uh, very grateful. It's a, it's a really, it's fun. It's a fun, fun and sad musical, and it's fu- it's funny as fuck. They put a lot of comedy into it. Uh, it's good. It's just good. People are listening to the podcast right now. Uh, Thomas, also known as Barbing Violinist, also known as our host, uh, has uh, made it very clear that they're going to try to make this as short of a podcast as possible. No, I didn't I say short everything as possible. In my, uh, of a I more reasonable shorter. time than the behemoth uh, that was our last episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, I will swear to you, to you, the audience, I will do everything to detest that and resist that by asking hockey as many time-consuming questions as possible. I can keep going on. It's a good musical. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not meaning that as in I'm going to speed us through it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> well, it's the only thing that's really happening in my life, so I kind of have to throw it out a little bit, you know, give some meat to that segment. Wait. You watched an hour and a half musical in the past two weeks, and that's all that's had meaning in your your life? Well, the other stuff is that, like the game. It's like hockey. The what about our D&D last week? You know, okay. oh, <laughs> we oh, will yeah. get into that later. Yeah, we'll we will get, get into, into that, that later. later. And the week before, we have had two weeks of D&D since we last recorded, and some sh- stuff happened. We will talk about that soon. <laughs> sure, I'll let you decide when we talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> I need alcohol now, Jesus. <laughs> The, yeah, the musical is the only really thing that I did. The rest is like, uh, been catching up on some games, you know, and the, the D&D. But yeah, that's it. That's it for my quaint life. Cool. I think it's the first time I've heard it used that way, but okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Tyler, how about you? What have you been up to? So, a lot of things, including, uh, you know, that little thing called D&D, uh, happened throughout the past couple of weeks, uh... It's been an interesting time because I've been covering for different drivers, and it looks like I'm going to be covering for one particular driver who whose route takes me from where I live up to Sault Ste. Marie. 
for those who don't know where Sault Ste. Marie is, it's a city in the northern tip of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Uh, it crosses the Sioux Locks, which is where Lake Superior meets uh, Lake Huron, I believe, and touches Canada. It's very north. It's a four-hour straight drive from my place up there. Oh, and fine. As, uh, as a result, I have... Uh, well, I'm not going to be home as early as I'd like. It's going to be a long night. But I'm going to be making some fuck ton of money. Uh, but really, the big thing was uh, this weekend. I had a baby shower for my soon-to-be-born baby Vincent. Ooh, how was that? Uh, wild and hot. Like I said, uh, when we showed up there, it was sitting at 94 degrees and we did this outside. It was... Uh, it was... Not as bad, thanks to the wind and the the shade from the uh, the canvas tents, but uh, a hell of a ride. Uh, I got to see a bunch of family, though. It was nice. And uh, I got to sit there while my wife got to look at a bunch of presents, including a bunch of baby clothes that, for some reason, was tested on me uh, by having <laughs> me hold it and people taking pictures of it. And they threw these very foreign objects I've never seen or used before, and I guess they're called... Bobby Weepies? Or, no, Baby Wipes. They said it was Baby Wipes. I, don't, I have no idea what those things are used for. And You'll learn. Find out. What is Diappers? I don't know what Diappers is. Sounds exotic. Sounds like Dappers. Uh, diapers? Diapers. She's saying it's called Diapers. Uh, I don't know. They're used in conjunction once or twice, I guess, and then you're done with them. But we got, like, a thousand of them, so... I guess uh, I'm going to have to learn how they use these uh, Bobby Weepes and Diappers uh, on Vincent. I honestly thought they were just, you know, temporary clothes, but I don't know. And also, something called right? a PPTP. Uh, I got to learn what that is. Apparently, children, particularly male babies, uh, love to take pot shots at you when you're changing <laughs> diapers. And so you slap this little cone on their uh, hoo-ha, and it will uh, deflect the fire. Uh, so, <laughs> That's got a... that? Got a... <laughs> my parents should have had those when my brothers and I were younger. <laughs> yeah, you motherfucking shotgun over there, I bet. Just fucking tried spraying the wall. I promise I love you, Mom. No. <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, three cars worth of stuff to bring back, so uh, we have a... Yeah, we got a lot of stuff thanks to the uh, Amazon baby registry. And uh, I have no idea how much is left on there, but I ought to just post it on Twitter just to see if anybody will actually scoop up on it. There's always that random person that wants to be extra nice, and if they want to hook me up with more of these Diapper things, I'm not going to say no, you know? But uh, for the weekend, my best friend Brandon had come up on uh, Friday, and I hung out with him all of Saturday before the baby shower on Sunday. And uh, him and I hung out. I told him not to bring any games or anything like that, because honestly, it's just going to be a laissez-faire day. And so he had me watch a anime called Haiku, yeah. which uh, I've never seen before. I didn't understand. I got excited because I thought it had a meme where there's a girl, uh, which I realized later this is a completely different anime, and I was very disappointed, uh, called the Stressed Chica meme. Where it's uh, a girl with pink hair trying to cheer on this guy who's playing volleyball. Oh, yeah. And he kept missing the ball and stuff, and it showed, like, zoom in on her freaking out. Uh, completely <laughs> different anime. Yeah, So, that is a well, you know, I- ignoring that. 
Haiku, I've watched 16, 17 episodes of. It's fucking good. Like, holy shit, it's good. You're nodding. Have you seen this before, BV Taylor? I've, not well, all of it, but I, Hockey has ranted about it many times to me. I, yeah, I am up to date with it. <laughs> it gets you hooked. It's so annoying. <laughs> I watched 16 fucking episodes in one day. Yeah, it gets you hooked. Yes. The good old anime binges. Yeah, it's, it's so for those who have not seen this anime, Tyler, do you want to explain? Sure. A bunch of children are unhappy with each other and they throw rubber balls at each other. Dodgeball. Like also known as volleyball. No, <laughs> oh yeah, that thing too. That was a I, I very mean, abridged. Yeah. <laughs> children so throw ball each other. <laughs> Sometimes Nat is involved. Uh... I mean, it's it's a sports anime that focuses on you know a bunch of high schoolers uh, playing volleyball, trying to get their reclaimed honor after you know them reaching the spring nationals some six seven years ago. The main character uh, Shoyo Hinata, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, has this aspiration to finally be a part of a team because every time he tried getting something together, it was really lackluster, or people just simply didn't want to join him. And so, after finally getting to join them in high school, it shows his slow but very, very chaotic development uh, as he becomes a better and better player. And after about the third or fourth episode, it starts to shift the dynamic to where he's the main character to the whole team is the main character. And it's very interesting how they show improvement of each person, both... Uh, professionally in the game and as uh you know their own identities uh they start to improve one by one and they don't really focus either i mean sometimes they do on like particular scenes in an episode but when you see three different people that are having you know struggles in certain ways and it shows how they were able to overcome it it does it so masterfully well that it keeps you hooked and sometimes you freak out because you know there's going to be a commercial break you know AKA their loading screen, which is, by the way, one of the best commercial break screens that the, I've seen so far. It's basically. That one. Yeah, where they're trying to hit the volleyball at the water ball yeah. bottle. Also, can't get enough of the one with Tanaka where he hits it and celebrates by ripping his shirt off yeah. and like 90s college girl swings it in the air by far the funniest shit i've ever seen but yeah i'm only 16 episodes in uh they are in a incredible competition right now and it's it's showing like you know we faced these people before the iron wall it's so intimidating and it shows them you know it's showing how much they've come and yeah, it, oh, it's they came a lot. So it's so and, uh, good. They're high school, so I won't go explicitly what I mean by that. But uh, I guess sexually, I don't want to talk about high school guys <laughs> in anime uh, coming. Not Anyways, coming. yeah, that was my good, good save. Cut it out, cut it out, BB. <laughs> anyway, so Tyler approved anime. Yeah, yeah, and it's, hockey. There's well, one hockey. one important detail missed. <laughs> Oh, the like, oh! I'm sorry. Uh, he was Gatti, judging your please. review. No, I was you were like, getting graded, Tyler. It's like it's like one of the main things is that Hinata, the main character, he's a really he's really short. He wants to be the ace spiker in volleyball. Now, if everyone knows volleyball, uh, usually you got to be tall, and it's 
um, only really one position for a short person. Um, and it isn't Spiker. It's a, uh, can't remember what they're called now. But it's basically the, the guy that does all the defense and stuff. It's the short they can get to the I know the what you're talking about. It's like... Libero. Yeah, the Libero, yeah. Um, but yeah, Hinata wants to be an ace, a spiker. And the thing about him is that he can jump really, really high. And that's like the whole thing is that he's just like this wild card that no one expects can actually do well. They just blows the competition out of the water. It just gets so good. Fuck. The dude's like fucking Mario, except you slap like maybe 18 ounces of teenage hormonal drugs in him. Like always spazzing out at such wild things. And I'm sorry if I just offended all my British viewers, but uh, he lost his shit like at each and every turn. There's always a wild reaction that comes out of him. Oh, it's, and him paired with Kaguya is like the ultimate. No, is it Kaguya? I think it is. Kagayama? Kagayama, yeah, Kagayama. Um, that, oh, that's like guy, that team. Who, every time it zoomed on his face, I was always like, Sharingan! Because <laughs> of, like he's always getting ready to do his like special analytical look. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's the setter. For anyone that didn't know. Well, What's the setter, Hockey? Uh, Let's add more minutes to the podcast. The setter is one of the most important parts of a volleyball team. Uh, as the name implies, they're the one that sets the ball for the spikers to hit it. Um, I know, he's so good. <laughs> it's, uh, I can gush good about as that. Good as a player really. or good as in a great character? or Both. He, he's like, okay. way oh, too Oh, he's good. an asshole initially. He takes <laughs> a while to become a good person if he does. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a uh, bit this... of a dick. <laughs> Without this anime, I would have known like maybe 10% of all the rules that is volleyball. There's a lot more to it than I initially thought, too. I learned so fucking much. Holy shit. I didn't know that you get a a libero when you're on defense. The libero is the only position that can swap out anytime. So they can just go out and go back As long as you're playing defense. Mm Mm-hmm. It is cray-cray. It is... And... Did you just say that, sir? Excuse me? Hockey? (laughs) Maybe. Is this 2016? (laughs) <laughs> That's <Shut> so fucking <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> but uh, when, and thank when, you all for listening to the episode. <laughs> no, you are not going to end this episode that early, <laughs> Mister. <laughs> I said early. Cut it in like cut it in maybe a tenth of what the last one was. No I'm kidding. <laughs> the uh, actually Next the release one. of Haiku increased um, like school kids wanting to do volleyball in Japan. So it did quite it did good to like get people to actually go out. Like, do exercise, like, volleyball, just, like, the popularity to shut up. Nice. Interesting. Like that. Yeah, that was that was me for anime night. What about you, uh, Thomas? Uh, I've also been watching some things. Um, I have been, uh, finally getting caught up I, on g- some... Porn. No! <laughs> Shh, no, no. <laughs> no, um, I have not watched a movie in, like two months i think i just haven't sat down to watch a movie it's either been anime that i've been trying to get caught up on or stuff like that but recently, i tried okay yeah <laughs> i, I <know>. tried. <laughs> i know i hadn't watched one in a while but like tyler you asked me to watch uh what was it 
Mousetrap, right? Mouse hunt. Mouse, mouse, mouse hunt. hunt. Mouse hunt. Yeah. Mouse, maybe mousetrap. Mouse trap. Mouse trap. I don't remember what the mouse movie hunt. was, but we attempted to watch a movie, and that got me thinking. Like, I when was the last movie I watched? And I legitimately don't remember. Uh, so I was like, I should probably uh, watch some movies again. So I have uh, started watching some movies uh, either on my own or um, hosting some movie nights in the Discord. And I'm getting caught up on a long backlist of movies that I haven't seen. Um, so. Uh, the most recent one uh, we watched was uh, the movie The Woman in the Window on Netflix. Um, and Also on Pornhub. <laughs> That's the woman Very different in the videos, window. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mommy I'm... Milker's stepmother stuck in window. <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu in the window. No. <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu in the window. <laughs> Anyways... Um... Uh, yeah, so it's been nice to uh, watch a few of these films. Uh, Woman in the Window uh, is has an incredible, incredible cast. Um, Julianne Lyers, um, Amy Adams, like really, really uh, don't don't remember the other guy's name, but <laughs> um, a cast that I didn't expect to be together in a film, and uh, they did a pretty good job with it. I I was entertained. Um, it's about. one of those things. They. A woman who is agoraphobic, um, meaning she can't go outside. Uh, really, she's afraid of going outside, and she lives in her own apartment. She is a uh, therapist and has her own therapist as well. And uh, basically, she witnesses uh, something across the street in her neighbor's uh, apartment in New York, and it's a murder of sorts, without spoiling too much. Um and murder, she, of murder of sorts yes and it's about her trying to figure out what the heck is going on across the street while trying not to also like be seen as the police and the neighbors uh as like a crazy psychotic person uh because of some things that have happened in backstory i really can't say too much without spoiling but it's uh it's in a very interesting movie intriguing it keeps you uh in the loop there are two major um uh like big moments that ha happen that make you question everything that you've seen up to that point so uh big plot twists um and i Funny enjoyed them. you mentioned pretty that good. movie bob because uh um relating to the podcast but uh the movie sounds a lot like a uh, rear window the old classic movie any of you have seen that I'm mm -hmm. hoping someone's seen rear, it. Rear window. Rear window? Nope. It's uh never heard of it. Basically the exact same plot, except the guy's not agoraphobic. He just had an accident and he's just uh, in a wheelchair for a little bit and he spots what do you think is a murder across the across the street and uh about like him trying to figure out what happened. So yeah, and I think was it not isn't there like Disturbia with uh Shia LaBeouf, which is kind of like the same premise. Similar, yeah. Hmm. Similar. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. It, was, it wasn't it was like uh, top five movie of all time kind of material, but like I said, it's, it, it has been a while since I've sat down to watch a movie, so it was uh, pretty entertaining uh, to be able to watch that one, and I think I'm going to start, uh, or at least continue the uh, movie tradition and watch some more films so uh if either of you guys have some movies that you think i need to see let me know yes okay mouse hunt mouse hunt. we need to try that again yes <laughs> I, 
I, I realize I've been watching stuff recently. I probably should have mentioned that. Uh, one of the movies I did watch is uh, Army Army of the Dead, I think, or Army of Darkness or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, the Netflix um, original movie with uh, Dave Batista. Say, which one? Because one's on Netflix and one's on Pornhub. I need to know. <laughs> what are you recommending? Net- the Netflix movie. It is, it's, a, it's a heist movie. But with a zombie setting. Actually, funny you should say that. It's also a heist movie. They do a lot of plundering over oh on the God. other one. But anyways, oh, you're saying the, <laughs> the one you're talking about. Um. Yes. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a heist movie set in a zombie kind of setting. Um, centered around Las Vegas, where this guy's hired to uh break into a bank vault to get this guy's money. That um, it was I think it was for insurance, but uh, he got, he just he got the payout because of all the stuff that happened. So it's just like, yeah, we retrieve the money and we'll split it up with you and your team. And um, hmm. it's it's a uh, it's not like the holy grail of movies, but it's definitely an enjoyable <laughs> watch. Um, and Zack Snyder, so I mean, it's it's all right. And there's gonna be apparently like a prequel and sequel happening. Um, I would recommend that. That is a, a okay. interesting um, watch, and also uh, the Castlevania series on Netflix as well. That ooh, is very I've good. I've been wondering about oh, that. Yeah. I've been wondering about that. <laughs> I, I got it's up to so season good. three, and it's like, ooh, it's so funny and violent. Wait, which one's season three? Um, is the season three uh, end with the big fight? I, I don't know. I've only Between... started season three. <laughs> uh, oh shit! I got. I got to check to see if I uh, if I got another season I can watch yet or not. I think I don't. I think the third one's the latest one to come out. Season four just came I... out. What? Yeah, I think season four <laughs> is the final season <laughs> as well. Ending podcast going to watch Castlevania. <laughs> I'm pretty sure season four yeah. is the final one. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, I'm gonna start watching it right now. Fuck it's, you. <laughs> it's, Suddenly, oh, Tyler's it, distracted for the remainder of the podcast. The the dynamic with uh, um, Alucard and Trevor so funny. That's one of the best lines. <sighs> You've yes, sent me some oh, little clips God. of the lines. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one way where Trevor was just like, "You like, shouldn't die." And I was like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they're so endearing with like threats of death and unwell to each other. Like, go fuck yourself. Yes, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it, and um, Trevor's voiced by uh, Richard Armitage. Uh, he he was the guy that played so the he was one he was the main one of the main guys in the Hobbit. Can't remember what his what the name was. The uh, the dwarf, Gandalf, the, the dwarf guy, the main dwarf, the yeah, main the main dwarf, dwarf like Thorin? the king, Thorin Oakenshield, yeah, Thorin. Um, yeah, the guy that plays Thorin voices Trevor, and it's, it's suddenly such a I voice. feel the need to bump this up on my list. It's good. It's the like it's short. Um, each season's like, well, season one's like six episodes or four or something, but then it goes I think around ten. And this is like cartoon quote unquote anime. So is it like twenty minute episodes like normal mm-hmm. or yeah? Wow, that it's is a short watch. Then. I mean, it's like they're a cartoon, very fucking good, like though. anime style. I reckon. Okay, okay. it's extremely violent. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> you, you, like it, it has to be at least rated R. If it, it is like, rated. It deal. definitely is rated sure. R. Like, there's just yeah. one moment when Trevor whips this priest guy, and his eye just flies out. So beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's good. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, so I can't give you the uh, like my final verdict. But uh, as I think Taylor also found out about this, there was a special cut that came out of the 1993 movie Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it's called the Morton Jinkle Cut, where uh, the movie was originally a hour. 44 minutes and it got bumped up to uh two hours and five minutes uh so an extra 20 minutes of uh unused film got put back in as well as uh, a lot of extensive editing and uh restored uh filmmaking by a person called uh garrett gilchrist uh known for his restoration of the movie called The Thief and the Cobbler and many Muppet projects so mm-hmm. I'm really excited I watched the first six minutes. I immediately saw a difference in how, like, the movie was portrayed. And I was ecstatic. Like, I needed to watch more of this. But, uh, yeah, it came out, uh, about a week ago. About a week ago. A week ago. (laughs) Sorry, hockey's dancing now. (laughs) Um, interesting. This is one that I didn't even watch the original. So that was one that you had sent me, Tyler, that we need to watch at some point. So gonna it's, it's get, so so bad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but it's so good. Yeah, it's one of those films you laugh at. It's it's a video game movie. You can't expect much except for the past couple of years where which I haven't seen any of those. So those are on my list to watch. Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. way better than I thought it would be. Sonic oh, yeah. way better than I thought it would be. Sonic, I'm gonna say Sonic is probably the best video game focused movie I've ever seen. I would second that. Like, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen any of those, so I'm and in the dark here with Jim those. Was wow! So good as well. I'm You're cosplaying you, as him. <laughs> Do you not see purple and red? No, you see blue. <laughs> no, I see blue. <laughs> I see skies are blue. <laughs> Speaking of video game movies, uh, Borderlands movie. That's the thing. That's real. Yeah. Borderlands, they are making a movie. Yep. Um, They've released, like, cast photos and stuff. Uh It's it's gonna be interesting. Uh I really hope it doesn't break this streak we're having of good video game movies. I'm so worried. I mean, I go in skeptically to watching any movie, but, like, video game movies probably even more so. And Borderlands. What about the uh, latest, the latest uh, Mortal Kombat movie that just came out? Ooh. Has anybody watched that recently? Not yet. No. Apparently, it was all right. Yeah, I. Oh, I mean, all right when it comes to video game movie genre, a okay. <laughs> especially since it's more modern, so they can really kind of up the violence, which it should. I mean, have. the the. There, I don't know who is making these movies, but the one that made like the live action Dragon Ball Z one, oh god, or the live action Phoenix Wright, or the fucking Airbender, like we don't speak of that one. That, How dare you? Cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> whoever's doing that, we get it. You're trying to upset somebody. I don't know. Maybe your father said you wouldn't be a good film actor when you grew up, and you're trying to spite him despite the fact he's been dead for twenty years. I don't know. You need to stop, make YouTube shorts, and just be done with it. I will say... You do not need to make full theatrical releases. The, the live-action Phoenix Wright movie is kind of funny. It's it's decent, I reckon. Out of all the ones I said there, that one and the Death Note one, you know, it's okay. But particularly the, the, the Last Airbender and the Dragon Ball one, just 
it needs to come with your own personal dose of cyanide, you know? <laughs> Not for your dog or cat, as we suggested previously, for yourself. <laughs> that Dragon Ball movie is horrible. So bad. The the Japanese now, live the action Porn Hub version. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Piccolo? Holy shit. When Piccolo gives you the dickolo. More like big dickolo. Hey. <laughs> don't know any of this stuff and <laughs> I'm going to... He can give me his special beam cannon. <laughs> Hell yeah! He can stretch his arms up to 10 feet. You know how much uh, that means for a lady? <laughs> Not 10 feet, but it's still interesting to watch. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody get fisted by a movie prop that looks like it came from a green toad alien? Oh yeah, that's what I was doing yeah, last it's, night. It's called no. the <laughs> I knew it. Dragon. <laughs> By the way, there really is, uh, like, a high-quality Dragon Ball Z uh, adult film. Uh, do not recommend unless you want to scar your children. <laughs> or, sorry, not your children. Your childhood. <laughs> I mean, don't watch it. It's a if, movie. If your seven-year-old son's like, I want to watch Dragon Ball. And you're like, sure, son. Let me watch this episode. You TikToks recently of a guy who's pretending to watch these like Avengers films or something, but oh, it turns out yeah, it's this guy. He, he's him <laughs> watching. Uh, it's like uh, this. Uh, this is not the movie I ordered. It's him like watching. I think most of it have been like Marvel movies, and stuff, but they're porn versions. Yeah. He's just watching it. It's just it's, like sweet music, and then it gets to the <laughs> the scene, and he's just like. Uh, it's just his facial his facial reactions. Like at first he's sitting down, yeah, let's watch a movie, and then like it shows like it's gonna hint at like turning into the porn parody of it, and then you see the shock on his face come up later. The beautiful it always stars. has a scene where like he gets a, like DVD case, and he's like expecting it. It's like what's going? On? Yeah, uh, that guy's funny. Oh my gosh, totally going to derail this conversation and uh, move past uh, porn parodies. Uh <laughs> I can keep talking about them. There's some really good we, ones. We should make an episode out of the that. Porn Great porn I, parodies of uh, video games. Adding that to the list real quick, along with the uh, side quest of the uh, loot box only fans thing that we had with the using body parts. Yeah. All right. We're building something beautiful. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will watch them and I'll give you my reviews. Great, hockey's gonna do research over here. <laughs> for, for science. science. For science, yes, for science. <laughs> the things I put myself through. Ugh. <laughs> we just, like, sat there silence. Okay. Okay, listen. Okay. Don't hurt okay. yourself watching, you know, the hawk play Smash with Black Widow here. Uh, I'll come back with my, like, my arm in, like, a cast. Oh, you'll come, all right, I'm <laughs> sure of that. Goodness gracious, guys. I, get, I don't... No. <laughs> All right, we I are a it. rated PG thirteen podcast. Let's as keep it on now. track. As of now, as of right now, yeah. <laughs> Dick, I'm kidding. Is <laughs> a great person. It's actually my great grandfather. His name is Richard Jarvis. Also, some people call him Dick. Yes, I respect that. I saved your butt, Thomas. Please continue, <laughs> sir. Yes, Tyler. <laughs> Anyways, we were saying no. I, I almost did. I looked at you. Anyways, um, <laughs> one more thing. I'm gonna continue with what I have been doing recently. One more thing. Mm -hmm. Totally jumping way back to that conversation is, uh, not if 
people don't know yet, but I am a violinist. What? My username. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, with COVID uh, slowly like being dealt with more and more with the vaccine and all that stuff coming out, places are reopening. Um, one exciting thing that is happening is orchestra concerts are starting back up. It has been almost two years now. Well, because no, no, no. A year and eight months, so a year and a little over a year and a half for me, since I've been able to perform in an orchestra concert. And I've been asked to perform in a few coming up in July and September. Um, so it is really, really exciting for me to be able to step back into performing. Um, I get to, uh, one of them actually, I'm going to get to play some video game and uh, movie music, um, like live with the film. Um, so nice. pretty excited about that. Uh, kind of get to awesome. combine both of them. Um, but which I, movies and video games? <laughs> the last one I did was Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, actually. Ooh, that was a blast. Nice. That was a blast. Um, the video game one is uh, someone who wrote some arrangements of video game music, um, such as Legend of Zelda. Um, and uh, I know, I'm so excited. Oh. I'm so excited for that one. That's the big one. Sorry honestly. for that sound. I was going to ask, I was like, man, I would love if Thomas played some of like a- arranged piece from like uh ocarina time or something i would be say like, less i'll make a recording love. i'll do it so, say less song of stones song of stones I, I will do you favors uh, of no. a, <laughs> a, a very close proximity kind keeping a pg-13 <laughs> if you were to do that especially live i would love to watch you perform that live Live performance. So well, cool. doing an arrangement. I, I mean, I'm only a single player, so I would have to probably record it like a, with a looper pedal kind of thing. Uh, would I mean, I'm fine with you just playing the main theme. Like, oh, easy. The Kakerko theme easy. would be wonderful. Tell me which ones you want, and I got you. Kakerko Village, please. <laughs> Done. All right. <laughs> that was easy. Song of Storms is pretty good, though. Song of Storms. That would probably be play. easy too. I yeah, oh, yeah, I've enjoyed playing that one quite a bit. Um, I wish I could somehow sync my piano playing with you because I totally played like the back piece of the piano, but it, like Discord is yeah. horrible. It, yeah, for syncing. It, it, it's you see my piano right behind me here. I can uh, record some stuff as well if you want. No. <laughs> um. I'll practice anyways. my ocarina. Yes. Oh yeah, hockey. You got an ocarina. Yeah. I'll get my baritone. Ooh. Alright. I do so, have a bare tone. So we're gonna do an episode where we're just trying to play music over a podcast episode. Oh yeah, just horribly. Like <laughs> we're out of sync with each other. That's gonna be great. <laughs> we are the it. conductor would just be ripping hair out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to line this up through our Discord call as we're doing this is going to be very, very exciting. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, we are a video game podcast. Uh, Wait, what? I know we're a video game I podcast. Uh, I thought we were a Pornhub, um, but no. <laughs> it is funny because that line that you just said, Barbie, is probably one of the biggest meme lines that we say every single yep. episode. Like yep. since episode like twenty. Yep, I know. Okay, <laughs> someone did his oh, research. Oh, good. I- I've listened to quite a few of them. Not all of them yet, but working my way through them. But, uh, anyways, yeah, we anyways. should, uh, we should move over to games, 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 games. Let's see. So I started, games, games, games. <laughs> we all have one that we've played a little bit together. We'll get to that last, but let's see. Tyler, looks like you have been continuing some, uh, Resident Evil. How has that been going? Resident Evil Village. I'm almost done. 
I, uh, I'm currently halfway through a playthrough of Village of Shadows difficulty. Just, uh, make that my final playthrough. I currently have, uh, the, it's called the S-T-A-K-E, uh, stake, uh, Magnum with infinite ammo. Modded over to look like a, uh, Desert Eagle. I had originally thought that the Village of Shadows difficulty was going to be much, much more challenging because it warns that enemies are uh, upgraded in certain locations. They uh, All of them have more health and do more damage, and uh, they spawn in different locations just to kind of mess with you. Uh, like, the biggest example is uh, when you are trying to escape uh, Lady Dimitrescu, you're trying to pull the switch up, she chops off your hand. You're not able to shoot your gun or heal during that section, and you gotta, like, run around a little a hallway in the area to mess with her. Uh, they spawn another enemy in there that you can't do anything with that can almost one-shot you, and it just makes the difficulty oh. a little bit more interesting in the more challenging parts. Uh, I'm currently pushing towards the uh, fourth boss right now. Uh, it hasn't been very hard. The first area where all the lichens come charging at you is the hardest by far. Uh, what I noticed, though, was if you kill, uh, I don't know what he's called. Uh, I call him Big Papa. Uh, he's a giant werewolf-looking guy with a big hammer. Uh, you, you fight him later on in the game, but he appears in the very first uh, like actual fight scene in Boss Rush. Uh, when you kill him on normal difficulty, uh, he usually gives you 20,000 lei or gold as kind of like a, hey, good job, you did it kind of prize piece. But uh, in the hard vote mode, I think that he gave me like 300 to 350,000 gold. Oh. Like a comical amount of gold. And all the enemies are giving me between three and 5,000 gold apiece. I have no use for the gold, but... I would have fucking loved it if I had it before, you know? Right? But, uh, yeah, I added a few mods. Uh, mods are still slowing up, so I'm probably going to have to give it quite a break before I can mod it yet again. Uh, beyond that, though, there was a time where I got to play it with a person that we all know by the name of Dado. Dado uh, wanted to hang out. I didn't stream or anything. I just wanted to spend some time with them. We played some Phasmophobia. Uh, happily reminded myself why uh, I'm still, you know, a little bit nervous around that game. <laughs> and I'm hoping soon uh, the it comes to the beta soon with uh, two new ghosts that are going to be coming out soon. Oh? What are they going to be adding? Uh, I don't remember what the second one is. It's a ghost, I believe, from Malaysia. Uh, but the other one is called a yokai. Yokai. Which uh, is a... Yeah. Uh, the yokai is going to be the most interesting one because uh, it is triggered by your voice. And uh, oh, one of the no. clues to find it is fucking spirit box. So it gets more mad at you and more likely to attack when it hears your voice. And apparently it's super sensitive to any noise that's made by a player when it's hunting. So you have to be quiet as shit uh, when it enters that mode. Otherwise you are Suddenly boned. mutes my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, all the more reason to do push the talk on that fucking game. Uh-huh. But, uh, the other one was also pretty cool. I think what happened was it's more likely to attack the colder the house gets. So you got to make sure the house is constantly on at all times just to keep the room temperature up. Because the colder it gets, uh, the more likely it's going to hunt. So it's probably likely to kick off the breaker box. And uh, a little bit uh, more classical, I guess. I played chess with him. 
oh. uh, via a website called chess.com. You know, I haven't played chess in like four or five years, guys. Like, it, it's been <laughs> a, maybe even longer. I don't think I played a game of chess since I met my wife. Wow. And so I was like, I know the rules of chess. I know how to play. I, I played four games with them. The first one, I was confused because I thought he surrendered. And then I realized within four turns, he managed to check me. I was flabbergasted. How the fuck do you checkmate somebody on the fourth turn? Like from the start? That means from the very beginning? From the very beginning. Mm, yeah, he moved a piece a specific four technique. times and checkmated me. That means you that did counts. the exact moves that he that you needed to to fall into yeah. his trap. Yeah. Well done. Like, well played. Well played. I was so, like, I was confused, and he explained to me, "It's like, yeah, that's what uh, professional checker or chess players will do to mess with the amateurs because it's the quickest way you can put somebody in the checkmate, and yep. you just fell for it." Second time, I was able to keep up with him. I think I only played him three times total, uh, and it went downhill very quickly because I couldn't understand. I was like, "Okay, I got the queen piece. You know, queen can do all sorts of shit, but..." I'm being thrown off because there's, you know, different little rules here and there that you're not aware of, like uh, switching the king and the rook and all that stuff um, to do a castle yeah, and yep, all that yep, stuff. Yep. And I'm like, okay, there must be a certain reason why I'm not able to use the full potential power of the queen piece. And I'm moving it around a little bit, and I'm getting plays, and Dato's like, wow, that's actually really fucking interesting. And I'm like, hell yeah, brother! And he sends a piece, and he's like, check. I'm like, what do you mean, check? This is my fucking queen piece. He's like, no, Tyler, you've been taking your king piece and swinging it throughout the battlefield. <laughs> you have not touched the queen yet. And I'm like, what? It it looked like it was the queen piece. It had the crown, but... Did it have so the yeah, little I, cross I, on top? Whatever. I lost that game. <laughs> Third one, I actually had a good chance, uh, either through luck or just, you know wild skill uh, abilities I was pulling off to mess with them. And then I accidentally fed my queen piece to, I think, a pawn or something like that, and it went mm. super downhill after mm. that. Like, when you make that one big critical fuck up that yep. took away all your edge, oh, it was so sad. Yep, yep. I uh, used to, before high school, actually, I stopped in high school, but before high school, I was actually studying chess quite a bit uh, and had some uh, computer programs and stuff like that while I was uh, I was homeschooled 6th grade through high school and uh, my parents were like yeah chess is absolutely something that you guys can pursue if you would like and so we had some computer programs that like would teach us a lot of the uh, more advanced techniques and the moves and things like that and so I took those into playing with my friends um, and I absolutely used to be decent at chess and I loved chess for a long time uh, but I think my big reason for stopping is I have a brother who, I mean, taught us chess and stuff like that, and he had been uh, going easy on us the entire time, I guess, and so once we felt like we were getting decent, he's like, alright, let's play! And then, yeah, no, we got we got destroyed in chess. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I still play it occasionally, but I think I forgot most of the stuff to it. The sad part is, even though I got trounced all three times, I was still down to play. I don't mind oh, yeah. losing. No, it's, it's, it's a, nothing, I mean, chess is great. You still learn even if you lose. Right. And don't get me wrong. Winning's always nicer, but, I mean, as long as you're having fun, it wasn't like a game to really feel bad for losing. Nope. Mm -hmm. uh, That's more of a social and, game uh, for me anyways. 
True. And uh, Dato loves making things social. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does. We love him. <laughs> but beyond that, I do have that one other game that uh, I played with the three of you, as well as D&D. Uh, but that was it for games that I personally played. Okay. Hockey, how about you? Me. <laughs> I... Wow, Louise! I've, um... I think for the past few days I've been playing three games consistently, and that's, um... Well, first one is Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is... Wow. Chef's Kiss. It is... It is a very... Exploding butthole. Wow. <laughs> it is, um... It's like centered around Greek mythology, and uh, you play as this girl called Phoenix, and uh, everyone's like being turned to stone, and you have to basically beat the the big bad and rescue all the other gods that have been kind of taken by him. They've all been things have done like Aphrodite's been turned into a tree, um, Ares has oh, been turned shit. into a chicken. <laughs> so you have to go around like recruiting them to help you to take down. This uh, enemy, who I don't recognize, I don't know if they're actually part of Greek mythology or not, but I mean they are. But um, it's been pretty good. It's like the best way I could describe it is if Breath of the Wild met Greek mythology. It's like same mechanics and everything. You got the climbing, that's the a, gliding, all that that's stuff. That's a dangerous thing to uh, evoke, there, my friend. You, I mean, I'm not saying you're it's, gonna compare it to Breath of the Wild. I'm not saying it's like as good as Breath of the Wild. I'm just saying it's uh, got the same mechanics of, um, hmm. you know, the, the exploration. You got the stamina buff, all the climbing. You can glide around. You can uh, tame animals, become your mounts, which is fun. I got a unicorn. It's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, it's been it's been it's been pretty pretty fun to have a bunch of like in Breath of the Wild they have a bunch of um like what do you call them like the tri like trial kind of dungeons or something yeah the trials the trials yeah where you have to solve the puzzles and stuff to uh Shrines. get certain items um yeah so that's been pretty good um the other one I've been playing is uh uh oh I just started a uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, yesterday, actually. <laughs> and, I'm ooh. so excited to dive into that. I just got that game. It, it is... Courtesy of ooh. Tyler, actually. <laughs> it is... Uh, I am loving it so far. I'm not that far into it, but it... I mean, the Hidden Blade's back. That's. I mean, that's all I, that's all I asked for. Yes, It's yes. not an Assassin's Creed game without the Hidden Blade. And it's returned. Mm. This... Because, like, I think the last two Assassin's Creed games were set before there really was a Brotherhood. But Valhalla's set when there is Orient. So, thank God, is good. There's a lot of new mechanics as well, like, uh, you can do raids on uh, enemy fortresses and stuff. Where you just got your longboat, you go up to the shore and just press raid, and just, like, dock it and everyone just charges forward. It's a uh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Oh, it's good. It is. It is interesting. Um, like so, like the more recent ones, you have your bird companion that for you. Um, you can you can dual wield weapons, which is fun. I'm excited. I know that you can get uh, me on there as a weapon and Excalibur, and you can just dual wield them. And it's be OP as fuck. 
Um, okay. But you're playing as Eivor. Um, you can choose whether it's male or female, and you can um, uh, like, like, I don't really know what the main story is going to be, though, because I've done, like, the, the starting bit of it, and who I thought was going to be the big, like, bad is apparently not, um, but the way <laughs> it's going, it looks like you're getting recruited into the, the Brotherhood, so you're probably going to be fighting against some Templars and stuff. Um, nice. But yeah, it's good. Oh, and there's a bunch of mini games that are so good. Oh. Uh, there's one mini game where you do drinking competitions, where you have your little like <laughs> oh, your, hell your, yeah. your like horn kind of mug against someone else, and you have to tap the button. Like it ha- it's one of those ones where it has this coming in, and you have to tap it at the right place. Okay. And it keeps getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And then you just stumble, and you have to balance your, and you do, drink like three, um, like horns worth of it. Um, before the other person finishes, there's um, a flighting mini game, which is a uh, flighting is basically the old school rap battles, oh, um, where well, it's it's essentially a rap battle, but without like the kind of music component. You kind of, the two poets kind of going at each other, like insulting each other and stuff. Oh hell yeah! Um, each successful win gets you more charisma, which you can use for dialogue options. Um, they have this dice game, which is really cool. Um, premises, uh, you have like your like life points, I'll just call them, which are little stones. You have, um, I think it's like six or something dice, and they each have a different symbol on them. Um, so you got like a shield and a head armor, like the uh, like normal like melee attacks. The head one, oh no, shield blocks arrows, head one blocks melee attacks. Uh, you have like the the axe icon for melee attacks and arrow icon for ranged attacks. And it's kind of you roll the dice, you pick what ones you want to use, and you just go against each other. So if like if they don't have like any shield thing and you have uh, arrows, that taking one point each of their life, and you can get like god powers that do different things, and it's a uh, that one sounds it's really addictive. I always get addicted yeah. to those mini games like Gwent and Witcher. I got addicted to yes, that. Yes, Gwent is so good. It reminds me kind of like Gwent, but with dice. Okay. Um, Interesting. That, that's that's really good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's been pretty pretty fun so far. Um, I'm probably unlike the other Assassin's Creed games I've played. I'm probably going to try and get as many of the like collectible hours and stuff before finishing the main story because always okay. do that okay. afterwards. But yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, I've usually just powered through the story of uh, Assassin's Creed games, and then I've gone back for the collectibles. Mm. But there is there is a mode you can play it in, where you get minimal HUD and you don't get any kind of directional help at all. So you kind of you can just explore the world. Interesting. As if like like you just have no help whatsoever to make mm-hmm. it more like a kind of you have to figure out where you need to go, where everything is, all that kind of stuff. Or you can just play it normally. No, thank you. No, thank <laughs> you. I could not do that. You're like, I don't need that kind of direction in my life. No, but it's, it's no so I beautiful. do need that kind of direction in my life. <laughs> it's a very beautiful game, and um, yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. There's definitely some mythology kind of aspects going into it. Um, and I don't just release it, uh, released a, deal, a DLC for it. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped. And 
that's well, those two are basically it. They're basically what I've been playing lately. You're getting me excited to start it. It's good. I'll have to. It's very I'll good. Have to jump into it. It is weird because I think I might have been with this installation in particular, but uh, there was a lot of weird, not controversy, but like a just a weird act on Ubisoft's part where they like they removed a crossbow from a, a character in a previous game because. It doesn't reflect uh, historical accuracy and all that stuff. And they want to make sure they're accurate and realistic as possible. And then in this one, there's like giant uh, wolves that you can ride into battle that did not come even close to existing at the time. And you're fighting gods and mythical creatures and stuff like that. Not gods, but you know what I'm talking about. Like Mm -hmm. things that clearly got a little AAA title buff up. Like, oh, yes, this... This mummy, you know, super dead in the crypt, but then Ubisoft comes in with uh, the old AAA juice and squirts him, and he's like, "But he's still alive." <laughs> I think, I think every Assassin's Creed game, except maybe the first one, has had some sort of mythology aspect to it. And even starting from like Assassin's Creed Two, um, like it has, I think it has the, I think the Roman gods in it, I believe. Okay. Um, I mean, it makes sense. It makes it interesting. I just don't understand why they made that very uh, interesting stuff of removing a crossbow, crossbow, saying that they want to make it as realistic as possible. Meanwhile, fucking, you know, Frieza's probably in the fucking town at this <laughs> point. Yeah, it, it does make sense. I guess, like, they want to keep the kind of real life stuff historically accurate, but then also have the fantasy kind of elements in it. But... True. It's, it's still worth it. It's 100% worth it. Play the game. Start it. I shall. I shall. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so I will be starting that one soon. I uh, have been, before we get into the one that we've all been playing here, uh, mm-hmm. I've been playing a chaotic, chaotic game, hockey, that you actually got me into. Uh, oh, Just yeah. Die Already is what it's called. <laughs> um, Fun lovely, lovely name, but... It, yeah, when it works. It's a new game that came out fairly recently, um, and it's you. It's an open world like sandbox kind of game where you are essentially uh, elderly people who are escaping a retirement home, and you are finding out that your body is super fragile, and you need to try to clear off items from your bucket list. And the bucket list things are like, <laughs> you know, go to space, go do this, you know, like do these crazy, crazy things. And you absolutely die. You break apart, you lose limbs, you like, it turned out to just be a torso rolling around on the ground. And you Jesus. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very bloody. It's very chaotic. Um, you, yeah, you can... I've played a little bit with a uh, hockey here and our uh, friend Sarah, uh, and yeah, it's pretty much just pure chaos. Uh, many, many times I have gone around and just either grabbed hockey or Sarah and like dragged them with me to get run over by a car, <laughs> just yeah. because you know that's what you do on your bucket list is just like get run over. <laughs> mm. And like, I don't the... remember what the game is. God, uh, yes, yeah, so, like the. The end goal of the game is to get this kind of entry into this premium retirement home by collecting a bunch of tickets from doing all the stuff in the bucket list and finding them around the world. There was a game, I and I don't remember the name of it. It's a game where apparently you're supposed to deliver packages from one location to another. It's cel-shaded. 
And I had, I think it was all four of us, including myself, of the old uh, CMQ team, Glenn, Nick, Brandon, and I, were, you're supposed to just walk around with these packages, put them in these uh, trucks and deliver them to different locations. And what you're describing sounds very familiar because we did nothing of that sort. We did not follow any of the game's primary functions. Oh, no, 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 no. Because there's different things you can uh, mess around with, like uh, they have helicopters that you can poorly control. And the one big thing is you have a grab feature with uh, your left hand and your right hand. Same. Uh, yep. So when you're you know grabbing, you can control a helicopter to fly it around, but it was so rickety, you could easily explode yourself. And there's other ones where it's like you're driving a uh, kind of like a dune buggy style car. And I wish I remember what it was Is called. Is it um, Totally Reliable Delivery Service or Simulator? Yes, like it was. Oh, such a fun game. Yep, just so many. It's very buddies. similar to that. Mm, I want to play this with you guys. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's chaos. It kind of reminds me of Goat Simulator mixed with like yeah, the dismemberment from the Happy Wheels. Of... Yep, yep. It, Hell yeah! So it's it's a fun one. It's it's a really really fun one. Um, also, I uh, somewhat related to the topic uh, we'll be discussing in a bit, but I have been playing Paladins again quite a bit. That's a game that I jump into, uh, play a lot at once, and then I take a few months off, and then I play it a lot, and then don't play it for a while. Uh, but that's one that I always do end up going back to. Um, I've been playing that recently because the new champion um, just came out, oh, a and. New one. Mm-hmm. There's a new one, uh, another flank. Uh, Vatu is his name. I am not good with him yet, uh, but I can see how he will end up being a very, very good champion. He does not seem to be as broken as other champions as soon as they've been released. So that makes me wonder if after they nerf him quite a bit, he will end up being uh, a weaker one. But uh, I just also haven't messed around with him enough, I guess. I need to kind of learn how he works. Um, yeah, Paladins is one that I've been getting back into quite a bit. Uh, well, uh, that's related to our topic for later, but I want to get into this D&D thing, and oh a good boy, transition dude. over to that is uh, a game that we have all played a little bit recently, Card Hunter. Tyler, you are the one who got me into this, and we got hockey into me? it as well, so mm-hmm. you get to say what Card Hunter is. Uh, Card Hunter, and for those... You know, remember the name. It is currently free for the base game on Steam. So anybody, if you hear this and it sounds entertaining and we can persuade you enough, it is completely free to start. And you can get several, at least a dozen hours of content that you can play on this, uh, the main campaign and stuff easily. Do not be worried about spending any money on this game unless you go balls to the walls in. So Card Hunter is a tabletop almost RPG-esque, but it's more of a tabletop strategy game that mimics the lifestyle of a Dungeons & Dragons uh, gameplay. Uh, It doesn't really capture the actual role-playing part of it because that's more kind of comically built in. Uh, It's basically a glorified uh, chess game, if you will. Uh, You have three types of classes. Uh, You have the fighter, you have the cleric, and you have the wizard that have different fight styles provided to them through the type of equipment that you get. And uh, the equipment you get provides a limited amount of cards per item that can result in movement, attack, special abilities, and the like. And it's 
funny as hell to play with other people. It really is. Because it, <laughs> it, it's multiplayer, too. So, yeah, I, I got you hooked on it. What, what do you think? I have absolutely been enjoying every minute of playing it. I haven't, I had not uh, played like a deck building uh, kind of game since college. And it kind of, at first, the combat reminded me a little bit of a combination of chess and uh, the board, the card game Ascension or Magic the Gathering, whatever you want to say, any kind of deck building type game. Um, right. And uh, I mean, as we have been diving into D&D as well, uh, it's kind of combined the best of all those worlds in my opinion i love like turn-based strategy games i love um deck building games i love DD. uh it's been a blast so it's really really nice to have all those put into one um it's nice that you only have the three classes at first because it seemed like it was rather uh overwhelming and a lot a uh, giant learning curve at first but oh, yeah. once you got into it uh it became a lot easier and i'm really really enjoying the game so both thank you for getting me into it and like screw you for getting me addicted (laughs) guilty i know that's my fault (laughs) taylor was this your first time playing it as well then or um yes 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 uh the the, when we all played together that was my first time um uh once you guys got off i played it for a little bit longer uh i was leveling up my characters i think i got them old for around level seven um I oh think my I got i'm not even all... caught up there yet i need to play some more <laughs> i'm currently at level nine i'm pretty sure so i'm it sitting is, at like five <laughs> it's so so good uh i i just love it's very the, addicting especially if you can get a good pace yeah i just love the whole aspect of uh like using the cards as the different attacks and mm-hmm. movement and, and all that kind of stuff it kind of uh makes it chaotic at science you don't know what's going to be coming up um right uh, especially chaotic planet bob who just wants to burn us all <laughs> i yeah, had like, a wizard who had area of attack uh, area of effect kind of damage cards that i just burn in a cone shape out in front of me and oftentimes the enemy would be like you know one or two hits away uh but the thing is Tyler and Hockey here, both of them would just run in my way. So, you know, I have to kill the enemy, and they're standing in front of me. So, like, suck it up, Buttercup. You can heal yourself. You're a cleric. <laughs> yes, they're right. My cleric is Bay. Thank you very much. Care to share to the say... name of any of the characters, or are we going to keep that off? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm happy to name any of them. Uh, my my fighter, who I like to consider my ma- uh, main, he used to be Big Balls Billy, but due to a skin change, uh, he went from that to uh, a lady known as Loose Lips Lucy. Uh, which, you know, say that five times fast. Which lips are loose? That's the question. <laughs> yes. She always, she, yes. She just keeps spilling secrets. <laughs> and she's very active. Talking. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Card Hunter. If anyone forgot the name of it, it's a, it's it's a good game. We've had some good fun with it. Um, it's very, very uh, easily customizable with the gameplay, but at the same time, it can be very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they don't make it hard for you to learn quickly. Mm-mm. And uh, the initial uh, when you play it for the first time, it's like twenty or so minutes. You have to complete like a, a series of games as tutorial to let you learn each character in the game style. 
And each group or each uh, class has like at least two, if not three different styles of gameplay that gets uh, offered to it. Uh, for example, uh, Barbering slash Timus here was talking about the mage or the wizard. Uh, the wizard can either do something that's more close and personal, but also will set everybody on fire uh, with the fire starter ability set. But then uh, he can also choose to go to electricity and it does less damage, but gives you a much higher range. And, I started uh, off as fire, but I have recently switched to the electricity because the items that I have gotten as Thank the you. story has progressed has allowed me Thank to you. get the range and sit back. Oh, don't worry. I still want to get like a big fire. I have one. Uh, it's two cards, actually. Uh, they're the same attack, but it's a giant, just massive fireball explosion that will blow up anyone around me in like seven spaces, I think. So I'm going to use yeah. that on you guys occasionally still. It's fine. You guys Mine just need like, D&D session. <laughs> we'll get to that soon. <laughs> and cleric, like cleric, allows you to either go full on healing everybody, or you can focus on leeching, stealing health from other players. Mm -hmm. And uh, it looks like uh, cleric also has a class ability to turn vampiric, mm -hmm. and uh, the warrior has the ability to turn uh, into a lycanthrope, which is a uh, very interesting werewolf style. Uh, not good if you're fighting silver, but I haven't encountered silver yet, so it hasn't been my problem, so fuck him. <laughs> and, and the wizard uh, uh, turns into a, a team killer. You guys yeah. didn't die, you just took like a couple damage here and there. You guys had armor at the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's staring death stares at me. <laughs> what can I say, okay? <laughs> what can I say? I like burning my teammates. <laughs> I have no respect for somebody intentionally or no, who damages their own teammates just to push the objective, okay? We that killed is. those enemies, okay? I do wipes of, wipe out the whole entire crowd, it's fine. <laughs> you like the fucking guy who's like, yeah, I did the most amount of damage, and it's like, yeah, half of it was to your own team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're the king of the court, Kageyama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. It's it's fine. That's what hockey's healer is for, right? No? <laughs> I choose to yeah, heal you. Yeah. You never yeah. did, that's why. And I was like, I wonder why. No. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's been fun. But D&D-esque, uh, it's a good game. Um, everyone, yeah. We need to, we got two, need to take we a shot. We had two first. sessions. <laughs> we had two fucking sessions that happened since we last talked. I said at the very end of our conversation last episode, I asked you guys, you're either going to love me or hate me as the DM. I'm self-conscious. I need to know, how am I holding up? Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, okay. we, we I, love I'm it. I'm, I know. <laughs> no, it, it's... And he left the call. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm still here. Oh, I'm just... hi. Uh, no. <laughs> Tyler, you've been absolutely fantastic. I have never played like a properly played DD before and you have done an absolutely phenomenal job explaining everything to us in a way that like i understand and it gets me excited about DD. i've had people attempt to explain it before but it's just been very monotone and very bland in the way they approach it and then this is exactly how they explain everything but like you have explained it in a way that like gets me really really excited to continue with DD. And I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed USDM. It has been very good fun. Oh, man. I have enjoyed it. I, as a dungeon master, I was not... I forgot about this, and I just need to get used to it and try to help ease you guys in. Uh, because you as players 
don't have like a full that that hundred percent understanding of what you can do at any given moment uh more often than not the result of that is i'll just be quiet and you know it's like yeah i'll give you something and it's like well you could do quite a few things you could insight you could try to intimidate or you know you could uh, investigate and you guys did a couple of things i was starting to get impressed especially with uh, a lot of stealth rules uh during that but uh i like i'm not used to working with people where uh at the very least two sometimes three of the players are uh wallflowers they get very shy and i was very surprised with how soft-spoken uh some of the characters were and mm -hmm. I, I, it's like i want to try to get them riled up but i'm afraid if i do that i'm gonna basically like you know they're like oh yes um i'm this character and i'll be like yeah what are you gonna do and all of a sudden it's like bam hit red button murder mode full wild and it's like I have no idea. Uh, so <laughs> I think also I with the first, in. I think also with the first session, we were kind of like getting used to each other. So the role playing aspect was just like not quite there for the first one. We got a little bit better the second session. Um, we still have a long ways to go, though. I know, uh, but I myself started feeling a little bit more comfortable the second time as far as stepping out and role playing a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so I think. It'll get better, especially after uh, recent events. <laughs> I, I think I'm glad you you guys. God, I, I've been like trying to throw myself like fully into it, uh, and it's ended up in really weird situations. <laughs> and sometimes that's okay. That's the fun of D and D, even if it's a little weird. Like anytime, like I'm like being rude to you through a character or something like that. I'm not trying to shut down anything you do. Unless, you know, you're doing something that's super rude, <laughs> like uh, introducing flood insurance to a city. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I paid them off. They're happy now. <laughs> yes, you did. Congratulations. Are you going to pay off every single person? You I was gonna, you're just going <laughs> to run out of money there. <laughs> I, I, got, I got plenty of money. It's okay. It's, I was actually really surprised that it was as cheap as it was to fix the entire tavern there. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I mean, the thing is, I, I just gave them God. money. I think, didn't I? Or I gave them more than they wanted. Them, like, can we give a brief Hockey, backstory on this? Just, yeah, brief backstory yeah. on this. The three of you were uh, Hockey, BV, and our third character, Sarah, who was playing Philip Minion, uh, or and the Golden Pumpkin, you know, the nicer tavern in this uh, small, humble town. Uh, and I will, I'll, I'll pass the puck to you guys. Uh, what happened? Shots, 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 shots. So, everyone like fucking college girls. <laughs> everyone decided to drink. Um, the other two decided to just go one above their like constitution limit. I decided no, I'll go two above, which wouldn't have mattered anyway because <laughs> the first could go one, wrong. the first drink I did that would that could get me drunk, I rolled a nat one, <laughs> and. <laughs> got completely plastered um because in the town there's a problem with the water i decided also um you know kind as i am to uh, supply people with water um i cast to uh, create water um but i decided because i was drunk i'd be made a role playing this, this probably would not go the way it should go and instead of putting water into like a keg I ended up making it rain in the bar. 
completely soaking up. Literally, everyone. before people think he tossed gold around or something. What oh, was he, it, like 10, 20 gallons? 20 gallons or something of water or whatever it was? Something like that, just yeah, just dropping down on this, this, <laughs> this bar, <laughs> pissing off everyone. Oh, Flooding dear. the bar, destroying the wood floors and everything. It was. A, it was. A, it wasn't. It was. It was the first incident that I created that involved water. But there was another one later on, as well. The, to put it into perspective, uh, 2016 study. This is some information for you. Uh, your average shower lasts for about eight minutes and uses roughly 17 gallons of water. <laughs> so, when you use 20 gallons. Over the period of about thirty seconds, uh, you did more than gave somebody, you know, these people a shower. You you hosed them down. I'm happy for you. It was funny as hell. It was it was pretty great. Not gonna lie, that's uh, that was the first session of D and D too. <laughs> and I was I was getting into well, not really into character. I was I was just drunk, so like I thought like I had to do something. You're getting stupid. into trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I loved it. You guys also decided that there's a certain NPC uh, that I introduced that was not as lovable. Uh, Mr. Captain Harold Mars, the uh, captain guard of the the town. I just thought he was annoying and sus at first, but then you did that (laughs) laugh, and I was like, I immediately want this man dead. (laughs) But I'm not doing it yet, because I need information. He's he's (laughs) menacing. He's menacing. I think I think it's been to me like on several occasions. He's just like grabbed my shoulders, <laughs> gripping them a little bit tight, and like like kind of wanting me to stay out of trouble. But it's just so menacing when it happens. I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit! Tyler's voice so acting funny. there makes it seem like he's a lovable big old teddy bear, and then it changes from that. But he's saying at the same time, "I'm going to rip your intestines out," and it's like, oh no, 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 no. He is a like, scary man. At the end of the first session, you guys managed to subdue two individuals that had gone feral due to drinking the water. Whoops. Who helped you know, one of them to drink? You know, we'll guess. No one knows why he drank that water or ate the fish from the you know, this tainted river. But whatever. You know, you guys very professionally subdued them without killing them. I was I very happy him. with that. I didn't kill him. <laughs> But apparently you did, according to Sir Captain Harold Mars. After he, just he took the bar out and his sword, stabbed him. <laughs> because he's that person apparently is a town menace, and if he can take advantage of the opportunity or the situation, and kindly not blame it on you guys, but kind of blame it on you guys, then you know he's gonna do it. It's, it was all my fault. As lawful evil. Uh, well, that the second alignment. one was that water one was also your fault. Yes, you did another thing with water in the second bar. I I paid the guy. I think it was five gold or something to drink. Yeah, the what's water. with you on five gold? <laughs> you understand, like a good night for uh like common workers is like maybe five copper, and you're giving them like. 20 times that just to drink some water? I, I, I thought that, like, the the sheer amount of it might give me an advantage on the <laughs> It's like going through a McDonald's drive-thru and saying, hey, I'll give you $100 if you stick your dick in a McFlurry. <laughs> I mean, they they might, actually. I mean, in the actually, end, no, not even 100 Like, Offer a grand with uh, the, the different amount. For $1,000? I'll fuck that McFlurry. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
and eat it afterwards. <laughs> like, goddamn. All I say is that I paid them to drink the water, and uh, they went feral and tried to kill us. Whoops. But you also found out that with thanks to your smart thinking uh, and detect uh, poison disease, you realize that the water is definitely the source of a lot of problems. And uh, a little investigation near the end of the uh, second uh, session we had, we finally got to have a full-fledged, no-bars-held fight. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about subduing, you have to murder. Mm -hmm. I sent three awakened plants at you and a scarecrow, which uh, apparently was a lot more menacing than uh, what I realized. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was quite a bit. And uh, with the Scarecrow and plants, you know, uh, like, especially the Scarecrow being straw and my uh, guy being a ranger focused, like with the piercing damage, not doing much to those guys. I was right. I was intimidated. Like I could I couldn't do anything with these guys. So, I mean, all I had was like ensnaring strike or something like that to try and trap them or slow them down. So I went close range instead, um, which did not turn out in my favor at all, by the way. Um I, th I think it did pretty good. I was kind of thrown off that Hockey like was in a position to make both your guys' lives e easier. And this is not mm -hmm. a critique. This is a point of ironic humor. Hockey has said, you know what? Fuck it. And uh, you you transformed and then walked away from the group. See, he did By that the just way, before. When I was trying to get into a prison to eavesdrop and listen get some information out of that yeah, uh, Captain, right? I was trying to get some information. Hockey's like, oh, I got this. He walks in, he transforms to a spider, goes inside the jail, and starts just listening. Doesn't even let Sarah or I into the cell or anything like that. So we're just sitting there Ooh. like... Wait, real life shit. Shit. I didn't mm -hmm. mean this. Mm -hmm. No, okay. <laughs> no, it was funny. Hockey was there listening the whole time, and Sarah and I were just sitting outside just twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it, it turned out just insulting Esmeralda. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay hockey ended up uh taking the blunt of trying to flirt with this girl in the jail what's <laughs> uh, the lady it was entertaining and his uh interrogation uh ended up not coming across as a uh, nice tell me what i need to know yeah. <laughs> tell me what you want to tell me it's like shaking her down tell me what you know <laughs> and you you pissed her off so much that she gave up pretending that she was in jail freed herself and then fled <laughs> and after you failed to uh convince the other guy that was in jail the person that you subdued at the bar he proceeded to summon captain mars that there's been a jailbreak by the hands of a certain druid <laughs> oh by the, by the way that's you um, everything yep. went wrong <laughs> it, not wrong there was nothing wrong with that it was just not the way we expected it to go <laughs> Right. Speaking of things that didn't go as we expected, that Scarecrow fight ended on probably the most bizarre note I've seen since I played Dungeons and Dragons. Can somebody explain what the fuck happened? I'm still wrapping my head around it, so okay. I want to step back from this. This is. I mean, this I technically what, uh, can't explain because my character is dead. No. <laughs> this, this, this is this is what happened. We have, I believe it's Sorcerer. I think I was looking into what it's Sorcerer class, isn't it? Yeah, uh, we have a. Yeah, Sarah she's plays a wild a surge sorcerer. Yeah, she uses wild magic. Um, she decided to cast chromatic orb. Uh, in, fire damage. Yeah, the fire damage one. Um, and after that, she had to roll for uh, this on the surge table. I think it's called. 
wild search table? The wild magic search table, yeah. Yes. The wild magic search table, uh, which for anyone that doesn't know uh, and can gather from is that when you use wild, uh, sometimes things can go a bit wrong. Table uh, with 50 different effects on it that can happen. You have to roll a D100 and it can range from harmless things to total annihilation. Which is exactly what happened. Uh, Sarah rolled an 8, and the 7 to 8 roll for Wild Magic makes you cast a fireball as a third level spell, I believe, on yourself. Yes. And what happened? Sorry, you go, you go. No, before you continue, I want to point out, meanwhile, I was chiding at hockey during this fight because instead of flanking the Scarecrow and helping out uh, BV and his ranger, he backed off to prepare to do a charge attack, which apparently was critical to his survival. So I <laughs> might be critiquing you, but you also live. So, I mean, who, I'm the only one that's what's, what's the other critique? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought it would be good because I saw the amount of damage it could do. And I was like, and also the scarecrow was ensnared, so melee damage would be increased. Therefore, this is the perfect time. But yes, Sarah ended up casting Fireball on herself, killing all the enemies. Um, but she also oh, took yeah. out herself and Barb. And not just like a normal kill where you can do the saving throws. Uh, what was it? You said that like if you double your health like negatively or something so, like that? So I'm going to shoot out some mechanics here. The Fireball did 32 damage straight across the board. You can take half that damage if you make the deck saving throw. Neither characters did. I believe Thomas's character had 8 health out of 18. Her character had, I think, 3 health out of 15. And if you do the negative total of your health and damage, in this case for hockey, or sorry, for BB, it means if he went the negative 18, the character is instantly killed. There's no rules because you just get murdered too, way too fucking hard. So when... You know, BB's character went from eight to negative twenty-four in one shot. His upper torso isn't there anymore. It got scorched off the earth. I don't think any of me was there. I'm just a pile of dust. And so, you know, what I described was Sarah's character shot a chromatic orb, which did enough damage, by the way, to kill the scarecrow thanks to its vulnerability to fire. But thanks to the wild magic surge, I turned that chromatic orb back around arc up to the sky, come crashing to the ground in the form of fireball, and I had to stop the session because A, I was in a hurry for work, and B, I didn't know what the fuck to say to that. Like, what do you say to that? It took out I just, not only the scarecrow, but the other skeleton, the, the other pumpkins around it too, right? Like, yeah, oh, everyone, yeah. everyone's fucking They had like five health, I'm, of course I'm the only they one alive. fucking took them out. I'm the only one that survived that event. Unless God himself wanted that pumpkin to live, there's no way that pumpkin uh-huh. was going to live. She probably took out half the fucking farm. Mm-hmm. So, so we haven't figured out what we're going to do yet to fix this? Oh, I have an idea. Yeah. I have an idea. But it's going to be rough. Like, they're, they're still <laughs> as, it's going to be rough. But, like, I'm going to have to do what is called railroading. Uh, railroading is a term where uh, the person, the DM typically kind of like guides people on rails rather than let them kind of bounce around a little bit. I'm going to be putting it to where hockey's character is probably going to be railroaded on a direct path for a little bit 
to present the opportunity to have this reversed in some shape or form. Because I want to put baby bumpers up and say somehow, despite the fact that they're piles of ashes, they miraculously survive like they're, I don't know, they're both, they both came from the Phoenix family. Who the fuck knew? You know, they've been marked with by the Phoenix. No, that's not how that works, unfortunately. You should be rolling new characters, but I don't think that's fun. I mean, (laughs) I've got other characters I could attempt to bring in as well, but like, I want to see what you do with this. It also means I would have to explain everything that's going on. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you cause an explosion large enough to kill two uh, characters and, you know, do severe damage to a local farm, you can bet your ass a certain someone's going to be going to see what the hell happened. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And there's only one person there to explain what happened. The person said to have broken out one of the prisoners already. Uh, Ooh, uh, it, it's looking great for this next session. <laughs> oh, we we don't. Plus, we don't Brandon know. should be a part of that. I, think, I don't, I don't yeah, think we know that. Uh, I don't know if did he tell them that it was me? Because did he just? He did. Oh shit! Whoops. Oh whoops. no. Well, I mean, yeah. Oh no. Because I remember oh, no. he, the guy in the prison was like, hey, if you let me out of here, or if you let me go, I won't tell him it was you. And you're like, nope, see a sucker. And he was so, lying. He was lying. I did yeah. the, the, the check. He was lying. Mm-hmm. But I mean, one of the guards got killed Our party by was already kind of sus to the captain anyways. Yeah, he's... I mean, I, 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 yeah, you're definitely sus of him after he killed a person right in front of you and nonchalantly played it off like you were doing the town a favor. That that's sus material. I don't <laughs> trust this man. Uh. I mean, if a if a cop came into a bar and you just had a bar fight with somebody that's been you know came up and gave you shit and you knocked him out, the cop comes in and is like, "Holy crap, good job!" Pulls out his gun, headshots him in the ground. Holy crap, you killed him. Well, good thing he was in you know attacking you in the first place. Good on you. You're town heroes. Oh, no, that God. that's bad. I assure you, that's very bad. <laughs> I am just interested to see what's going to happen. How the fuck does somebody at level two on their third wild surge, no, on their second wild surge on the table, manages to hit the one thing that was almost guaranteed to kill them and anybody around them? The chances. It's a 2% chance to do that. 2% chance. It's it's funny. It's one of the few things that can actually killed them out of the table Mm -hmm. too and it hit it so we all just kind of like sat there in shock and grief you know (laughs) for a while yeah uh our third player was telling me how she's in one of the stages of denial or uh grief (laughs) at the point Uh. yeah so we will be back in uh at the next podcast to like say how some of this went uh we got to give the follow-up to this story (laughs) surely my cat is traumatized at this point Oh, yeah. Gotta get yourself a serious you've, yeah, drink you've, there. <laughs> you've shot someone in the throat right in front of me. Um, we've witnessed the guard kill someone. Um, we've witnessed some sort of zombie attack. And now I've watched you, all you guys get burned into ash. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, all your friends s- and everything you loved. It's <laughs> just... I don't know how I'm going to cope with that. <laughs> and then it's up to me to bring you back. Like, shit... Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to see how this goes. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sure you'll do fine. You know how to revivify or bring somebody back to life, don't you? 
Taylor? No, I only know healing words. <laughs> That's it. Oh. Well, uh, Thomas, you're going to need to make a new character sheet then. Yep. I'm, I'm just kidding. I was we'll, like, we'll, bring uh, it. Let's go. <laughs> the nice thing is some of the characters that you meet are actually prevalent to the actual campaign that you guys will be going into. And there's something I have as like an ace in the hole I can use. Uh, it's a bit wild. I would have to use said ace in the hole before the actual campaign. But I'm, I'm just pointing out if you if this something similar happens again after this, God doesn't want you to do this. Like mm-hmm. you need to sit back. Yep. <laughs> also, if both of you somehow come back to life, I can totally understand if your character never goes near her again. Oh no, I'm ranged for a reason. <laughs> This is why I don't get close. I'm gonna have to put in like flaws in my character now. It's like scared of fire. It's just done too much damage. Sees torch. Will not use fire-based magic. I love it. I love it. It's a good thing I'm uh, mainly focusing on water-based magic. Ooh. True. True. We can just say that the god of rain that I pray to somehow intervened and stopped them from burning to death. I still think you're, this is like some last airbender shit, because now the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> Destroyed everything that you loved. Uh, I, I'm i still looking forward to the next session. Um, now that we kind of know what's going on... Um, Do you now? Well, we know there's flesh rot. That's it. That's something... Something's got to be causing it. That is it. true. So we got to find something. Said something. So I'm excited. Sure. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, yeah. we'll have two new sessions of shit to talk about. This uh, figure out like uh, how we're doing as players and dungeon masters because who we. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to start. Love it. Uh, wait, do you reckon like two set like how long is the the one shot? Do you reckon? What um? Uh, how long it would take? Well, the thing is, uh, I mean, let's be real. Since uh, it's really sandboxy, it could be it's Breath of the Wild mindset. You could have either done it in one session, or it's gonna take you like four. I have no idea, dude. Yep. Yep. Uh, so okay, <laughs> so it's totally if, if we, we haven't been the most direct the with completing the main quest, it, we haven't been super direct with this by which, any means. What is so. a, which isn't a problem. Mm-mm. <laughs> Right, like, hypothetically, if you decided or came to the result that River is bad, should follow River, go straight to farm, now that could have been the first session right there, but you're like, huh, water is bad, buy boat ferry ticket, go to bar, get drunk, have fun at bar, get drunk, go to other bar, get other person to drink tainted water, eat fish, fight, get attacked, and... (laughs) Deal with the evil Captain Guard person. Go over to wild, insane hermit guy. Go back to bar. Uh, not get drunk. Uh, good on you guys. Uh, go, you know, like you bounced around so many times mm-hmm. and different things to follow different clues, which is great because I set them there for a reason. But you're either going to go through the maze or you might accidentally find a shortcut they'll take you through. I just want that. I want that level up. Oh, it's just. So close, I can smell it. I want to shoot new magic. Oh, I'm excited. You want to shoot new magic? You you have so many different level one skills or I have, spells you can I, learn. I technically have all of them. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm saying. 
I put them all on my. Sh- I, I need level sheet. two, Tyler. I need level two. Yeah, but then I start. I start getting my like druid, druid, uh, druidic circle spells as well from level three. Yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, I I put all of my spell, all the level one spells on the character sheet, and just have like the ones that are currently known with the red dot on them, just so I don't need to just add them when I want to change. So just they're all there. Good. That's a smart move, by the way. Like with uh, druids and clerics in particular, it's nice to click those. Uh, known spells versus prepared spells. Known spells is basically every single spell you want to add. Prepared spells is that like seven or so spells you can actually use in that given uh, time frame before you got to take a long rest to switch it out. I I think I can also meditate and expel spell slots to switch as well. By by the looks, if you can, that would be new to me. But you might. I have no idea. I I don't know. I just I'll probably just send you what it says because I don't understand it. But you'll probably be able to tell me exactly what it means. Alrighty, guys, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break here, and we'll be right back after a break. See you later, nerds. I'm out of here. Oh, we're coming back. And we're back. Welcome back. No, (laughs) I'm free. I'm free. You're free. You said you were leaving. Anyways, we're back. Like that old man for the Hunchback of Notre Dame where he, like, hobbles out like, I'm free, I'm free, and then he falls into, like, the manacles. Dang it! (laughs) You're making me want to watch that again, goodness gracious. (laughs) Um, Anyways, we're going to dive into our topic for this podcast today. Uh, I mentioned I was playing Paladins a little bit, and that brought up uh, some comparisons because I was streaming it, actually, and I have streamed it many, many times before and uh, streamed other games. And that kind of gave me the idea because oftentimes I will get people who jump into my chat um, who tell me, oh, this game is just like this game or, oh, this game is knockoff version of this or this game is this. And uh, while I get it, they're just using it to compare. There are often times in those communities that I have heard uh, that they get extremely pissed or uh, upset when you try to use it as a comparison for another game. Uh, for example, right. Paladins and Overwatch is a big one, a very, very big one within both of those communities. While the dispute between them has been sorted out a little bit, uh, like at least now they've both become their own individual games, there are still people who cling back to like, the thoughts and ideals that like when it first came out in 2016 that like it's just a straight up knockoff so i have some questions for you guys with this um games that are considered knockoffs uh what are your guys's thoughts on that is it like copyright are they stealing is it wrong uh is C- it copyright no it's never gonna be a copyright issue Just- Though some games are super, super similar. You see some, like, for example, characters in games, exact character design, abilities, or whatever. Is that copyright? That's where I have a problem. I mean, is is the copyright ability a special certain way of shooting gun? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was talking more character design, not necessarily ability. <laughs> uh, is it comparable because two of them are in a robot, or, you know, one shoots gun, wooden, wields sword? The other one has a hammer. In a shield, ooh, ooh, that is pretty similar. Here's here's the thing, I I think there's a problem if the games are so similar that like it looks like they're just ripped off the assets 
from the other game. Like, especially with, like, uh, characters and their kind of abilities and stuff. Uh, there's probably times where they look just so similar. It's like, it's like they're just completely ripped off. This this game. I mean, there's a few characters in Overwatch and Paladins that are essentially the exact same character. And, like, yeah. that could be a problem. You see, the problem here, this is where I usually go on that five-minute rant. Don't worry. You don't get it this time. I don't have a We get a, a ten minute rant. Haha, <laughs> 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 jokes on you fuck faces. It comes to a ten minute. Uh I don't have a horse to bet in this race because when it comes to looking at either of them, even if they have a lot of comparisons to be made, I think they're both bad games. So I, I really <laughs> I really could give two shits, you know? And by bad games that I want to make sure that's very quickly translated to a game that I could not give two shits about, but I understand that they have good appeal to other people. <laughs> you just pat on the head. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, just because I don't like it doesn't make it an actually bad game. So mm-hmm. it doesn't that's even not have to be related about. to Paladins Overwatch. There are other games. Absolutely. That could be considered this like complete rip. Fucking name one. I dare you. PUBG and Charm. Fortnite. Let's go. <laughs> Oh fuck! You're actually a hundred percent right. I cannot, I cannot deny that I, I Fortnite would, was definitely a direct ripoff. I would, I would not. <laughs> oh no! I, I don't even think I would be able to compare the two. The, the battle royale aspect of it, yes, but it's like ripping off a mode. Really, that big of a deal. I mean, all shooters do it. Um, but the thing with Fortnite is, is like they take that kind of structure and then they pun intended they build on it um <laughs> they oh added all gosh. the leave leave this podcast <laughs> they they added all the building aspects and originally fortnite wasn't even a they just added that uh, mode when they saw the popularity of it it was something completely when different Fortnite was initially announced i thought it was going to be like a like a zombie defense kind of game, like co-op kind I of thing. I think it was. That's exactly what that's it is. That's exactly what it is. That's and while, exactly yes, there is, is that mode yeah. now, like, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I got excited for Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> you say now, but no, Bob. That was the original Fortnite. Mm-hmm. But then they added that's the Royale That's what came out, it. then they added... Right. That came out afterwards, after the success of PUBG. Mm-hmm. And they've, so, didn't they remove that zombie mode, though, for a no, while? And it's they always just, been on there. It's just you have. It's sitting it's in the, the dusty gold version. corner. Yeah. It's well, the paid it version. Grandma of with Alzheimer's and took two strokes, but she's still spinning that yarn. She's still there. Shows how much I play Fortnite and how much <clears throat> I <clears throat> enjoy it. Um, no. <laughs> okay, so Paladins and Overwatch. What about adding Valorant to the mix? The Valorant was the. Uh, I was going to. Uh, ask about that one or uh even but if you're going to jump into valorant there's also like realm royale um other very similar games that are essentially 5v5 team games where you're either in combat capturing a point that kind of thing that's a game concept is that i mean yeah they have abilities within game uh your characters have abilities that kind of thing they have their own slight different uh nuances and things that they have within the games to make combat slightly different I guess a lot of people die on that hill there, uh, where it's like that, where that's what they use to say that it's okay. But I just feel like at that point, it's just a genre that mm-hmm. a lot of people jumped in on. Big names, 
I mean, it, can you give people crap for, you know, between Battlefield and Call of Duty because they both shoot guns and you're doing, you know, team deathmatch? Are they one, <laughs> is one the ripoff of the other? Yeah, or, uh, different. Battlefield's definitely better. <laughs> That's an opinion. <laughs> very, very much so an opinion there. I uh, know I'm some sorry, people the, who would the say Battlefield multiplayer is just a lot better than Call <laughs> it's large. It's larger scale. I have more fun on the large maps and stuff. Cod's too arcadey for my liking. I mean, I understand hockey. I I too have a lot of games that are bad that I also enjoy. So I can respect that. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you gotta you, shit. You gotta sling that shit right back to me, man. I'm gonna give you crap all day for it. Yeah. Look, <laughs> Battle, the Battlefield multiplayer is the best part of the game. I don't even give a shit about <laughs> the multiplayer is where it's at. Right, right. No, I, I, I can see your point on it, though. Like, really, I'm not going to, like, taunt you. Uh, <laughs> I understand a lot of people have really enjoyed Warzone with Call of Duty as of late, just because, uh, you know, the style of gameplay. But, uh, I mean, I used to be a huge uh, fan of uh, Battlefield Bad Company oh, uh, yes. back in the PlayStation 3 days. Mm. Where they introduced, you know, large-scale maps and a lot of more uh, destructive capabilities when it came to blown up cover and the like. And Battlefield nowadays takes a huge advantage of that. They, they're they known for their huge maps. That's what... Call of Duty does that now, too, though. Uh, fuck Call of Duty. Is that a rip-off? <laughs> Should Battlefield sue Call of Duty? <laughs> I mean... Like... The the so called rip off games they'll like make a game similar to, similar but most of them will add their own stuff and build up on it like Battlefield did or the they'll try and make the price cheaper stuff. to get people to get that one instead True. Fortnite True. Mm-hmm. Fortnite and PUBG, PUBG came in at a thirty dollars I believe was the buying price to buy uh, PUBG everybody got on it people loved it and all of a sudden Fortnite swept the rug by being completely free. Going out on so many different platforms, easily accessible. The only issue was, once again, Sony having a weird-ass issue with uh, the way things work, you know, in the world. But, you know, it's Sony being Sony. Uh, Thomas, you gave us a article from the thegamer.com that listed 30. <laughs> Say it again, rip-off. 30. <laughs> rip-offs that were either better or worse. And... The person, the author, who I will not name out of respect, because otherwise I will trash them, uh, had uh, some very strong opinions, either or. I think they just needed the pad, the number, but the examples they provide were actually fairly well represented with games that clearly pulled off other ones. Yeah. I mean, the first one we we talked about here was PUBG and Fortnite. Yeah. Well, you know, there's no denying it. PUBG, which was a... And this was, and once again, uh, I said this during the break a little bit, uh, went from a Dota to League of Legends situation, or a Dota the Dota 2 situation. PUBG was originally a mod, I believe, for uh, a different shooter game, where mm-hmm. the it, the mod just had 100 people drop and they'd shot each other. And then, you know, Player Unknown decided to make it a official standalone game using their own models. And then Fortnite took advantage of that success, and made it fucking free. Fortnite came out, what, two months after PUBG? Three months? Something like that? They were both back in 2016. And then there was even a legal battle that went on for a while. PUBG was trying to sue Fortnite, and that wasn't resolved until 2018. Like, 
do you know why that got resolved fairly quickly? Uh, I ended in a draw, but like I didn't look into that enough. Oh no, it's probably making too much money to be like, yeah, screw you guys. (laughs) Have you heard of uh, the company called Tencent? Don't believe so. Sounds familiar. It's it's a Chinese mega company that often has their hands in some of uh, the bigger picture with gaming and the like. Tencent had gone in with Fortnite, I believe, initially, and then put their hands into PUBG. Ah. And since they since they had legal stakes in both the company, they forced each other to back the fuck off. <laughs> so that's like, a long time for a battle to like a legal battle to happen. Two years for trying to sue for like copying a game. I think that's actually normal for copyright things to go for that long. For legal proceedings, yeah, because I mean, the longer they put it off, or when Fortnite Epic puts off Fortnite, uh, the longer that is gonna you know, allow them to continue to make money. That is true. So if they if they can spend fifty thousand dollars to you know pay off a lawyer to give like a bajillion reasons to put it off for three four months, that's four months of profit of the game they could potentially have to shut down. You know? Yeah, yeah, that is true. But the, go ahead. Sorry, I... No, I was gonna say. So that's uh, that was one example. Uh, I uh, wanted to. We can go into some other specific examples here in just a minute. But I wanted to bring up a uh, question. Like, there are people within the communities that would come through. For example, I was playing Terraria once, um, streaming that. Hell yeah, yeah, Tyler, you convinced Best me to game, get that. Unique right? in this genre, not comparable in any form to any other games owned by Microsoft. Chirp, chirp. Chirp. <laughs> that was made by Notch. Yeah. <laughs> I had some people come through and say, oh, this is Minecraft. Oh, this is Minecraft. Oh, the, and the, but then they're like, oh, but it would also piss people off to hear that it's Minecraft. Uh, what What is your initial reaction to that, Tyler, with you being the Terraria um, guru? <laughs> I mean, if to them, the like, let, let's let's be real here. This is a quick question for both of you. What are the three things, or not the three things, what are the first three things you think of that compare Minecraft to Terraria? I think the first one's easy to answer. Digging. Blocks. Blocks. Building. Crafting, maybe? Crafting. Uh, building or crafting building. with those blocks? Yeah. And it's like, okay, do you know how many other games do the exact same thing? Like, <laughs> come on, really? Yeah. They have zombies. Comparable. And it's like... Then you gotta start asking, like, well, what does Terraria do that Minecraft doesn't? A lot. Uh, 2D. For a while, bosses, uh, super unique items. Like, in Minecraft, you, you could build, what, maybe a sword and a bow and a couple other weapons nowadays. So, you know, between four and five with some enchantments you can put on. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, Terraria has somewhere between two to three hundred different weapons you can pick from. And it... it the thing that Minecraft tried to do, but very lightly, is the RPG aspect of it, with uh, gearing yourself up, but that wasn't the goal of Minecraft. Minecraft mm-hmm. wanted to focus more on creativity, at least initially. They started expanding a lot further into uh, storyline and a lot more sophistication, but Terraria was all about finding exploration and getting that sweet-ass gear to fight the boss. And yeah, there's a lot of comparison to be made, but one is pixel 2D, one is voxel 3D. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, I guess it'd be like comparing Super Mario 64, the Super Mario World, as, you know, the same game. 
And I just don't think that does either game justice, you know? I mean, those are both from the same company. Same company. But if you're the hand, you know, if it, this is the fucking office meme where, you know, uh, she's like, it's the same picture or it's the <laughs> same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like looking at Super Mario World and then looking at Super Mario 64. No, those are two very different styles of games. Yes, they both jump. Yes, they have the same enemies, but it's a very different game. Mm-hmm. But that's also just my opinion. What do you guys think? They, I think that both games are completely different. From what I've seen, I haven't played much Terraria, but I can see straight away that it's a lot different than Minecraft. Very, very much so. Yeah. Uh, now, there are some of these games listed on this uh, article that I sent you guys. Uh, for example, Garfield Go. Oh my god, when I saw this, I lost my fucking shit. <laughs> Um, (laughs) that kind of ripoff. I mean, not that you can, like, necessarily copyright that kind of thing, but, like, I mean, there's also the Harry Potter Go. There's the, uh, there's, I think there was, like, an Avengers Go or something. There's a Jurassic Park. There's the Walking Dead. Yeah, like, all those themes. Oh, people fucking tried. Right? They tried to make Pokemon Go so many different things. This is. What the heck? The one line this guy wrote in, in all of this article that I can like understand and respect the comparison of Pokemon Go to Garfield Go, instead of tossing Pokeballs at Pokemon, you throw slices of lasagna at Garfield <laughs> while he lets out various assortments of moans. What? <laughs> I gotta go to the other side of town to find horny Garfield and feed him pasta? <laughs> Not gonna lie, once, it makes me want to download just to see this for myself. <laughs> once again, I will say there's probably something on Pornhub if you want the the quick equivalent to how this works. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if I John, want to you didn't um, give me lasagna today. taint my phone with that, but I will probably watch a video on it or something. <laughs> Garfield Go looks fucking cursed as all hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, oh. Pokemon Go is not the first AR game either. No. No, no, no. No, that's true. I think it's the second that I'm aware of of an AR GPS game of its kind. The first one also made by Niantic. I don't remember what the you know the original form of the game, but it was a popular game that had a cult following, but people just didn't uh, really get into it. But mm. it it was amazing with how it did its thing. It's called Ingress. Yes, I, I actually have that. Yeah. Oh, you have Ingress. Yeah, I, I read up on it. It sounded cool. It was like all about spies and shit. I was like, this is interesting. And going to certain locations and like fighting portals, essentially, and trying Wait to take control I of certain that locations. Game. I had that game for a while. I'm remembering it now. <laughs> I played Ingress, so, too. When Niantic, who's owned by Google, I believe, uh, you know, made that deal with Nintendo to make Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. They had all the shit ready to go. They had, oh, yeah. they just changed portals to fucking Pokemon stops, essentially. Mm. Poured it over, and it was a huge success. And I believe they also did something called Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Uh, there was I some think Wizard I still game. have it downloaded onto my phone, but I don't play it. <laughs> it it's basically the same thing except fucking Harry Potter skinned instead. But yeah. obviously... Pokemon Go was by far their most successful out of those three. Ugh. But yeah, Garfield Go, Garfield. come on. 
It would have been funny hearing Hillary Clinton say, Garfield, go to the poll. Garfield, go to the poll? Do, do you go not remember? Remember that when, during the election? Yep. Hillary Clinton was like, you have to make everyone Pokemon go to Oh, God. Yep. I remember I did that. not hear that. Yeah. No. I remember that. I remember cringing so hard. Oh, man. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to install Garfield Go right now. Oh. Oh, no. Well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyways, yeah, there are tons of other games listed on this, but the whole uh what about like what do you guys think about I mean, we obviously use games to describe other games all the time. What um do you think that plays into uh the fan base or whatever for those games? Do you think that plays into their uh diehard addiction to those games to where like for example, the Minecraft Terraria thing. People from the Minecraft community are like, oh, how dare you say this is like Terraria. Um, do you think when we compare games to other games, it fuels their... Or is there a connection between that hatred of the other game that is a knockoff of their particular game of choice? Probably. Honestly, yeah, go ahead, Hockey. I'm, I, you, you know me. I'm going to do my <laughs> thing, you know? I, I feel like a lot of it might be people that don't see them similar at all that just get sick and tired of people comparing the two and they're like the diehard ones are like no these games are not similar i think that's what maybe most of it is is that they just they're just tired of hearing people compare them and it's like no that yeah they're not similar at all the the quick low quality rationalization of comparison for somebody to understand a game they could easily spend 10 minutes to understand a little bit better like to add on to hockey's point, I, I want to bring the question. It's like, I really want to meet the people in this case, this, you know, the example of uh, Terraria versus Minecraft, somebody that wants to defend uh, Terraria to the death and saying it has nothing to do with Minecraft. It, you know, it's a whole new unique game. That, so what? They both have pickaxes. Our pickaxes start with tin. And what does yours start with? Wood? Nah. You know, it's like, whatever. whatever. Like, why? And to Hockey's point, they're probably just tired because they're, they're worried that uh, people are going to discredit Terraria and thinking it's a lesser game because it has similar names and elements to Minecraft. A lot of people did the same thing for fucking uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the Wild because they came out within a week of each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, Ally shoots a bow at monsters. Link does that too. She swings a bladed weapon. It's like, okay, you're starting to reach there. There's a story of tragedy and post-apocalyptic nature in between the two. I'm like, yes, it's also true. But, oh, but there's also really bad guys that work behind the scene. Oh, boy. You fucking uh, got Hockey Garfield Go already. Got fucking Garfield Go. He's showing us his Evil phone. has... Pandora's box has been opened. Evil has been unleashed in this world. And Garfield is the name of the plague. Wait, do, do we want to hear what it sounds like? All right, let me find Garfield. Eat a bit. I don't think I you hear anything. Fu- <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I'm deleting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's dear. A, um, there's a couple of uh, examples that's used in here that gets me kind of heated. And yep. I gave you basic descriptions why. But let me give you a more, I guess, accurate 
the 23rd on this one is they suggest that Kirby's Avalanche is a ripoff of Puyo Puyo. And the reason why I'm going to disagree with this wasn't what I said initially, because Puyo Puyo was its own type of game, it had its own characters and all that stuff, but it was in Japan only. In order for Puyo Puyo to be released over in the U.S., instead of releasing their own game over here and getting it translated, they instead licensed themselves to different companies that already had American audiences. In this case, it was to Nintendo and Sega. Nintendo made Kirby's Avalanche, Sega made Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Both of them are fairly decent, I think. Kirby's Avalanche, I love. It had nothing to do with Kirby. <laughs> there was just some random characters painted on, but it was still good. But... It's saying that Kirby's Avalanche is a ripoff of Puyo Puyo. It's like, no, that was Puyo Puyo selling its soul to the American devil and got reskinned. Hot <laughs> like, take. It, Puyo Puyo is Dr. Mario. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Why? How dare you? Meet me in the alleyway across from the church. Yeah. <laughs> that was always the threat at my school when you wanted to start a fight. Because uh, they don't want to fight in school grounds, but there's a church next door. And it was always, meet me at the church. And it's like, oh, oh damn. Oh, my. <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to see uh, a description from you guys. I'm going to list just, I'm going to say a couple games first. I want to see, in it, as short as you can, give me a description of the game. And you cannot use the previous game as comparison for explaining this game. Uh, just, I mean, you'll see, uh, the games themselves are super similar genres, and you can't necessarily, you know, use, I mean, they're the same games, essentially, but we'll, uh, we'll go with this. Hockey. Well, isn't that defeating the purpose, then, if you're saying that already? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of forcing my, okay? driving my, driving my point home, driving my point okay. with this. I thought you Maybe. swallowed a rubber duck there for a second. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, then let's hope I know what the games are. All right. Yeah, same. Actually, <laughs> uh, hockey. Uh, what do you do in? Uh, uh, say I'm a new viewer to the game and I don't know it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I am new. Uh, yeah. <laughs> GTA Five. Uh, it is a satirical life sim of modern America. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Actually, <laughs> a very satirical, but still, honestly. I would gold I'm, trophy that one. That I'm, was pretty fucking good. I'm not even gonna like follow that up. That was A plus hockey. A plus with that. <laughs> so but that doesn't say the content of the game. So someone who's wanting to know what is GTA. Uh, okay, you usually play some sort of criminal or gangster and you just go around completing missions, killing a bunch of people. You have free reign basically on what you can do. You can murder everyone planes get jetpacks uh, it's a good shit okay bb okay. i swear to god if you ask me how to describe the other rockstar game known as red dead redemption i will end this i know, <laughs> the, I, know I know what the second one is gonna be do you yeah it's deep it's a deep do, silver do game definitely it's saints row isn't it no it's not actually because I, was... I don't know okay <laughs> oh what is it <laughs> just cause oh that's completely different Completely different. Just cause, for my knowledge, you, I, oh, I haven't played them enough to know. But it's it's just cause is essentially a sandbox game. Is it GTA Online sandbox? 
GTA Online is pathetic. <laughs> I mean, every GTA game is uh, sandbox if you look <laughs> at it. Yeah. But um, you play as Rico in Just Cause, and I think you're going against, I think it's the government or something in most of them, in whatever part of, I think it's Central America or S- South America or whatever you're in. Um, here's, here's the things that are different, though. Just Cause has world destruction. You can destroy basically anything. Um, you can hijack vehicles with fl- like some flair that I have never seen in like any other game. Um, By the way, those two things you listed, you can also do in Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. So, can you? Can and I've you got use, one more to add to this. Can you use, but... a, can you use like a, a grapple thing to self to an airplane and get on top of it and stop it. In GTA, no, no, you cannot. You have to use a jetpack. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, it's. I'd say G- GTA is more of like, yeah, like that satirical kind of life sim where J- Just Cause is a action game about leading revolution. Okay. Um. Yeah. So then I'm not gonna. I mean, Saints Row is also very similar, obviously, but Far Cry <laughs> Three, Four. You mentioned sandbox. You mentioned big bad government boss. You mentioned crazy heist, world destruction. Far Cry is an interesting one. Uh, which one are we talking about? Uh, three or four. Let's just do those. Okay. So three. Well, Far Cry three is about is a survival game. <laughs> Getting stranded on an island and trying to survive. Um, I believe the. Like kind of the like thing pirates. an immigrant sent to New York City is. <laughs> if, if you're trying to compare, I thought thought of four with Nico's GTA stranded on New York <laughs> Manhattan Island. No, so sur- more survival based, yeah. It's, then got yeah. survival the streets. Yeah. <laughs> then we throw in with that. Then we throw in Saints Row. I've heard all four of those. I actually just had a conversation with my brother the I- other day. Because uh, he's played all those. He's thrown those four and said those are all the exact same game. I, I wouldn't count Saints Row. And for one specific reason, Saints Row was specifically made as a parody of GTA. That is its purpose. It's a parody of GTA. Oh. So it, it's similar because that's how it's meant to be. It's made to parody GTA. So okay. I would not count that at all. Hmm. My turn? Yeah, go ahead. Well... You gotta give me two games. To I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Tyler. Huh? Uh, do you did you play Dying Light? Huh? Did you play Dying Light? No. No. Dang. Okay. Dying Light Dead Island. Oh, okay. The difference between I, those. I've got no, you okay. here. <laughs> I've got you here, Bob. I'll tell you exactly why. Dying Light was originally meant to be made by they. The Deep Silver kind of separated a company to kind of work on that game while they're working on that. It's made by the same people, basically. So it's meant to be similar. <laughs> it was, it was, my knowledge was originally meant to be. No, you cut out a Discord for a few oh, seconds sorry. there. I didn't hear uh, what yeah, you said. So yeah, sorry. it was originally meant to be towards the mic, Dead Island 2. Um, but then they decided to make it its own thing. It's made of like a offset of um, the team that made Dead Island. Okay. To my knowledge, I might be like completely talking shit, but that's what I've yeah. heard. <laughs> I know I'm kind of throwing at throwing this at you uh, without being able to like actually research and go into it. So I mean, I'm just curious because I mean, those games I haven't really been able to dive into much. But 
as I said, I this uh, conversation uh, popped up uh, as a result of some conversations I had through the week where um, uh, my brother was like, yeah, those four games that we mentioned, the Saints Row, Just Cause, uh, GTA, those ones, those are all the exact same, apparently. I don't see how they're similar, though. Um, I, at least, I, like, Far Cry and GTA. I don't see that. Yeah, I, I'm not either, so I was just... Your thoughts on that as well. Um, Tyler. Hi. Well, I got my bat ready. Come here. <laughs> Let's go. Come here, boy. <laughs> looking, mighty, looking mighty good on them jeans. Um, one of the ones actually from this uh, this uh, list here. You doing... better be careful. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> a few of these ones that are compared. Tyler went on a little rant while we were on a little break there. <laughs> um, Tyler, for you, uh, Crash Team Racing. Describe that mm-hmm. to me. Let's see. It is a arcade game racing game that focuses on the Crash universe uh, with the more satirical style of uses of explosives and other mayhem devices that would be best described as acne from Looney Tunes weaponry. Uh, the storyline is based on a evil uh, alien who wants to turn the entire planet into a concrete parking lot unless he's beaten in a race to where both enemies and allies alike will unite together to try to win the race. Very detailed explanation. One of my favorite childhood games. Goodness gracious, I love that game. (laughs) Uh, Diddy Kong Racing. A burning trash fire (laughs) game. So, I don't even know if Diddy Kong Racing actually has a story mode. Uh, I I honestly don't know. But you have races, you have items, you have explosives. That, you have- that is true. Uh, they do focus on their own theme. The weird part is the fact that they compare CTR to Diddy Kong Racing versus Mario Kart. Uh, that, I that know. That kind of threw me I off usually, a little bit. When someone asked what Diddy Kong Racing is, I was like, Mario Kart, but with monkeys. Like... <laughs> It really is, too. because <laughs> yeah. Diddy Kong Racing is very unique in the fact that while CTR focuses entirely on go-kart usage, Diddy Kong Racing offers a different, unique vehicle type that is mm-hmm. better portrayed later on in Mario Kart games. Uh, they use things such as, uh, I believe it was airplanes, go-karts, I think bikes, even water-type vehicles are more amphibian yeah, vehicles. Yep. I don't know if they had a bike. Did they have a bike in Diddy Kong? I I honestly don't think they did. I think that might have been introduced later on in Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And more uniquely, whereas uh, CTR had its focus entirely on the Crash universe, uh, Diddy Kong Racing, since they didn't have enough characters to make it worthwhile, uh, decided to either pull characters from different games of the Rare catalog or made them wholesale, like completely made them up. Uh, you know, you have Diddy Kong, of course, but then you have characters like uh, Banjo from Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you had characters like Conker. Conker uh, was later uh, created with a game known as Conker's Bad Fur Day, mm-hmm. which really uh, is a fucking... Ni- like, that is a story I would love to tell sometime. <laughs> but in Donkey Kong's Racing, Conker was this cute little squirrel that, you know, love hanging about. They didn't know that a few years later, Conker's Bad Fur Day is this alcoholic squirrel who runs around beating people up with a fry pan while vulgarly chewing people out 
and what should be easily a rated R, probably one of the few games that deserves an R rating on the Nintendo 64. Uh, it was a hell of a turn, by the way. <laughs> but I think Diddy Kong Racing was like a desperate scrap together compared to Mario Kart and is not comparable to that of Crash Team Racing. Fair, yeah. Um, and then one more, both of yes. you guys. It's a little bit closer of a closer of what I actually kind of can I actually do consider it a ripoff and I don't know if it should have existed in the first place <clears throat> Sony uh PlayStation All-Star All-Stars Battle Royale I don't know if either of you guys have played that <laughs> I have not I've known quite a bit of it though yes Yeah <laughs> and then Smash Bros like <laughs> I mean <laughs> this when I say I don't think it should have existed really it's like it seems like uh, Sony was really just trying to bring a Smash Bros. style game to their platform, which I get. Uh, but that's going to cause more problems than do good. You know? Yeah, and <laughs> like then the problems of no one buying it. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately true. And if you do a ripoff and you want people to play, you do have to make the game good. Uh, otherwise, it's a bit harder. Mm -hmm. I mean, th there's been you know, wholesale amounts of arcade fighting games. Obviously, Super Smash Bros., since its introduction of four-player mode on the Nintendo 64, caused a lot of versatility to be had, and loved, mostly because of people's uh, attachment to Nintendo characters, and then eventually later on third-party characters. Uh, that feeling can't be quite captured unless you have a casting crew big enough to really fit that. And you know, there's other fighting games out there, arcade fighting games like Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, all do great, but that is 1v1 fighting. Uh, the idea of introducing them in a setting that is, you know, 1v1v1v1 1 v1 v1 would probably be horrific, mostly because almost all those characters can't jump more than three feet in the air. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and so... When Sony decided to try to take all their first party, and uh, even more than that, I'm pretty sure, and try to make it into an arcade fighter, it did okay. Uh, <laughs> not well, but if you're to ask me if that was considered a ripoff from Super Smash Brothers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't defend that. <laughs> I can't defend that. It's clearly a ripoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, speaking of uh, ripoffs, did you know that there is a Shrek version of Mario Party? I know there's a Sonic version of Mario Party. They, they, they made a Shrek one. Oh my god. What is this called? Uh, I can't remember. Like, Shrek Party Smash or something stupid like that. <laughs> I watched a YouTuber that I like. Shrek Super it. Party. Yeah. <laughs> it is so bad. Oh dear. So, PlayStation All-Stars has a total of uh, what looks like somewhere around 24 different characters. Uh, how many first-player protagonists can you think of when you think of Sony? Like, Sony exclusive. Wait, when was this released as well? This was released in 2012. So this was in the PlayStation 3 era, right when they're getting hot into it. Okay, so you probably can't. I don't think uh, Last of Us was out. So nope. that's gone. Um, nope. Nope. But they had another first party one that was heavy on the shooters. It, uh, uh, the probably has Nathan Drake Rainer. from Uncharted. Yep, yep. Um, 
Maybe they were able to wiggle in some Resident Evil characters. Maybe. Nope. No. No. <laughs> uh, um, no. Nope. Oh dear. Crash. Uh, let's see. Is Crash in this? The answer is no. Could not fit Crash into this. I'm trying to think of more PlayStation exclusives, but I cannot. Oh, here. I'm going to hit you with a couple that are going to make you immediately go, wait, wait a minute. Jack and Dex. Number one, Big Daddy from Bioshock. Not even a PlayStation exclusive. No, it's not. Cole McGrath from Infamous, the guy that can shoot lightning. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a fair one, right? Okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, Cole, okay. We can understand that one. Evil Cole McGrath from Infamous. Same person, but he's evil this time with red lightning instead of blue. That's that's okay. I mean, they have Link and Shadow Link. (laughs) Yeah, but it's the same character. The fact they have it listed as a separate character. Uh, (laughs) Colonel Radak from Killzone. I have no idea who that is. I know Killzone. Don't know if it's exclusive. But the fact that they picked somebody from Killzone, and I think it is exclusive. Uh, Uh, Dante from Devil May Cry. Okay, yeah. I can work yeah. with that. that. That's a fair that I can one. I see that. Oh, Kratos would be one. Emma- right? Yes, Kratos is another one. <laughs> easy. That's an easy pick. That's the Mario right there. Another you know? easy pick for you, Hockey. How about Parappa the Rapper? <laughs> oh, Parappa the Rapper. I wouldn't be surprised. It is. Oh, uh, oh it's Sony Ratchet and Clank. Uh, let's see. Ratchet and Clank. Uh, you do have Ratchet and Clank together as one character. Nice. I gotta know what the uh, others are. Whoa! Oh my gosh, wait! Spike, Ape Escape! Yes. Yes! Spyro? <laughs> Spyro, no. Spyro was technically not first party. Uh, Sly Cooper. Ooh. Sly Cooper, yes. Sly Cooper. Uh, Emmett Graves from Starhawk. Don't know what that is. Okay, okay. I have no idea. I know what Starhawk is. It's the sequel to... Uh, it's the spiritual sequel. It's by a different company, by the same group of people that made a different company, uh, to Warhawk. Uh, Fat Princess from the game called Fat Princess, a game I played and enjoyed. You guys, okay? Uh, Heihachi Mishimia from Tekken. Yeah. Jack and Dexter. Jack and Dexter. Yes, sir. You're doing great. Isaac Clark from Dead Space. Okay. Uh. Also... Also came out on the Xbox 360. That's a Big Daddy situation. Oh, dear. Kind of weird, but whatever. Okay. Cat uh, and Dusty from the game known as Gravity Rush, which was a game that was initially exclusive to Japan only. So think Ness on, you know, from Mother initially mm. in the yeah. Super Smash Brothers. Uh, we already did Kratos. Noriko from the game known as Heavenly Sword which is one of my favorite PlayStation 3 games of all time. Hmm. You guys have probably never heard of it. No. They're the same company that made the game... Uh, oh, God, what is the... The Heavenly Sword does Hellblade. sound familiar. familiar. Um, the company that made I know Heavenly of Sword... Also, yes, yes, they, I, know, I know of it. They made Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, I was going to oh. say, that's the girl with the super long red hair, right? Is the Yep, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. yep, I know the game. We know Nathan Drake and Parappa. Raiden from Metal Gear Solid. Interesting okay. choice. Why not Snake? Though? We already know. Yeah, no Snake. That's weird. Because hmm. uh, he got a, he got his letter for Super Smash. <laughs> yeah, <apparently. laughs> they had to get discount Snake. <laughs> yeah, Raiden got the letter, but not he got the uh, university he wasn't too happy with. They have uh, Kratos. Ratchet- what about uh, the little the thing from uh, Little Big Planet? Uh, the Sack Boy. Sack Boy. Sack Boy. So Raiden, Ratchet, Clank, and Sackboy, we're now to the S's. Uh, you did Sly Cooper and Spike. Oh, Spike There's like yeah, four more. 
So from medieval, you have Sir Daniel Fortesque, which is the uh, the weird skeleton guy from mm-hmm. the old game. Probably you know, okay. not a big name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from Twisted Metal, clown, the clown himself, Sweet Tooth. No, nice. I have no idea what he's gonna do, but sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Then you have Toro Anyway from Doku Demo Isio, which is I've no idea what the fuck. That Never is. heard of it. And then first, and they have God Himself, uh, Zeus from God of War. I have no idea oh. why he's in this game. <laughs> I thought they meant like Jesus. I don't. All right, guys. Yeah. So here's Jesus. what we're gonna do. All pl- we're all gonna All-Star. play this game together. No, I'd okay. <laughs> yeah, rather be dead than fucking pay money to play that. That's... <laughs> I'd have to get a Jokes PS3. on you, loser. Check your mail. <laughs> uh, it came out came out on the PlayStation Vita and the PS3. Okay. Yeah, I have no way to access it. Same. Uh, you could get PS Now on the PC. Ooh. But Don't do I want to play it? Don't me with a good time. <laughs> I mean, if you want to make mistakes. <laughs> hey, we've made plenty. <laughs> you, you want to know? I mean, when they... Go ahead. The, the, the one fighting game mistake I can think of is that they made a Mortal Kombat, like, you know, that 1v1 style, Street Fighter style S game, but they used it with, like, different gods from different religions. <laughs> and it has Jesus, and he's, like, starting animations on the freaking foot, and he has the wood on his arms to attack people with. Oh, my God. Now that's a game. I, that's a game. I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, so we've... We could go on for a long time about a lot of games that are super close in comparison, but I think we've... Uh... Oh, go ahead, Tyler. May I say one very last thing? Do it. PlayStation All-Stars Remastered is a port of the original game created exclusively for the PlayStation 4. Suddenly, Lee's podcast, we're good now! <laughs> you see that, t- oh, no. see that TikTok with the person like slamming their card down on the table? What Take my money! <laughs> I need it. I need to find. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> it's probably gonna be full price, though. Do we yeah, really want to look, look at this? Let's, I'm gonna take a look right now. I'm opening up my What's PlayStation it, like, app. All Stars. PlayStation All Star? Is it? I I don't see it. Wait, okay, hold on, just a sec. It's hold on, just a sec. Uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it on the store either. They might have gotten rid of it. <laughs> or, it, or, it, oh. or it's a disc. So, I, uh, when I typed in PlayStation All-Stars PS4 PSN, there's a, a link to it on the PlayStation Store, but the moment I click on it, uh, it takes me straight back to the home screen. Uh, they must have took it down or something. <laughs> you can't, oh. Was this game so bad that they took it down? That would have been such a fun thing to stream. It's possible that since some of them are third party, maybe the uh, the copyrights to them ran out or something, so they had to remove it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, okay. Let me see. I can do some looking into it, but I've you can get a physical copy of it. Oh, can you? I don't know I if I'd so. want to. They re- can you? Oh, nope, they removed that. PS Vita, yeah, but nope. Nope, nope, nope. I, okay. I am not taking down the fucking PlayStation Vita off my wall for this fucking game. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, we uh, tore into that game 
enough, I think. Whoops, I'm sorry for anyone who actually, like, enjoys the game. If you do enjoy the game, please let me know why. <laughs> yes, if you want to email us over at casualmasterquest at gmail.com or check out the Discord over on Twitter, which is CMQ Network. You can find the Discord link there. And then go to the Ask a Question saying, ask yourself the question, why the fuck do I like this game? Uh, and then you can answer it for us. Please. Like, I'm genuinely serious. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am too. I know there's one person out there that will slip out of the shadows who's a diehard Sony boy mm -hmm. who will probably put this thing up ready to, you know, lay down his life for this damn thing. But mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add to the uh, discussion that we've been having today? Not at all. I'm nope. satisfied that we are still, in fact, the longest episode we've made so yep. far. So, yep, I, ha! I, nice both, try, Thomas. both of you, both of you guys, really. <laughs> yep, yep, we did it. Oh my gosh, I'll, I'll regret every minute of this, but mm. we did it. <laughs> I'm just gonna send it in raw. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no condom, <laughs> raw dog, baby. No. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, there are a few games that I'm pretty excited about coming out. We can kind of go through these fairly quickly, wrap this up. But uh, Hockey, do you see any in the uh, list that stick out to you that you're excited about? Uh, ooh, <laughs> yes, the uh, the new add-on for Elder Scrolls. Yes. Gates of Oblivion. That's my That'll big one. That's my big one. I'm so excited for that. What's that came out last week? Hell yes. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then also, Shit. yeah, then the uh, the Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden, whatever you want to call it, I've heard it called both. <laughs> that uh, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! The Master. the Master Collection, which has which includes a few of the uh, games throughout the series. Actually, that is coming out June tenth uh, for the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch, and PC pretty excited about that one that's gonna be a good throwback game to get back into a couple of them uh like looking at like burning Sa crusade classic for world of warcraft came out this uh past week good for everybody uh it's weird because nobody wants to play it because they they're just excited because it means they'll get to play wrath of the lich king classic in like 10 years so good on them <laughs> when i started playing it was wrath of the lich king so when they, you know, hit me with vanilla or World of Warcraft Classic, I tried it. I made the mistake of playing on Glenn's server where it was uh, PvP mode turned on automatically. <laughs> so if a horde looked at you with a stray eye and you just, like, looked at them funny back, they'd just kill you. I hated it. If I did it, I would have to play on a different server. Mm. I was never able to get into that game, so good on you for continuing. <laughs> I didn't get that far. Fantasy, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis. Uh, that's been a long project in the works. Uh, I'm glad it's finally coming to fruition over on the Xbox uh, and PC. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate. That is a DLC add-on that's being... Uh, I think it might actually be functional separate of the game. I could be mistaken on that. And I think it's also going to be coming out for the PlayStation 4. Uh, there is a weird situation that's happening with that right now because those that uh, bought Final Fantasy VII, I believe, can get Intergrade for free uh, with like certain conditions. But Interesting. 
either for free or much cheaper. But you have to pay full price if you got Final Fantasy VII through PlayStation Plus. There was like a really bizarre situation with that. That kind of got things called into question. Also, it's coming out for the PlayStation 5. Where's the system? Anyways, <laughs> that's... Um, uh... <laughs> and I think, to me anyways, the most important thing, not for me, but for a friend, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yes. Ratchet and Clank game. Yes. June 11th. Ratchet and Clank is going to be so good. On what, though? What system is it on? Some fan, like, the Wii U used to be a joke because no one knew what the fucking Wii U is. I don't know what the PlayStation 5 is because it's a fucking legendary Pokemon. It's the goddamn Entei of game systems. I gotta travel the world to find one. You can encounter Entei's more often. Probably, actually. Yeah, so unfortunately, we will not be able to see Ratchet and Clank on the PlayStation 5, us personally, for a few months at least, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, and we didn't update it, but uh, for PlayStation Plus, I just want to confirm a couple of things. Uh, PS4, it's going to be, uh, looks like Star Wars Squadron, yes. which is coming out for the PS4 and the PSVR, and Virtual Fighters 5 Ultimate Showdown. Uh, for the PlayStation 5, uh, specifically, it's Operation Tango. Uh, I do not know what Operation that one Tango looks is. Really oh, good, I, I have it on PlayStation. It does 4. look pretty cool. I got it on PlayStation Four. It is, is it the co-op spy game. Yeah, it is. It's fun. So one person plays as the hacker, the other person plays the agent. The work together to get through. That sounds pretty stuff. nifty. That access. sounds like a blast. Like if anyone's played the We Were Here series puzzle games, then they'll probably like Operation not Tango. Yet. I mean. I love the style of games where you keep talking and nobody explodes when one person has something oh entirely goodness. in front yes. of them. Yes. Another yeah. person has a different operation of the game. That's exactly yeah. I the like kind that. of style. You keep talking and no one explodes. It's great. I love that. And friendly reminder, if you own a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, or neither, but you plan to, don't forget, as long as you have PlayStation Plus, you can go to the website, uh, you know, playstation.store.com, I think. And you can claim these things even if you don't have the system. You don't have to go through the system to claim the game. Yep. You can do that from the the mobile app as well. That's how I claim all the games. Uh, I've been stocking up on the PlayStation 5 games as well, actually, for when I get the PlayStation. (laughs) I was going to add one more thing on that Operation Tango. Only one person needs the only game to both people to play. Oh, okay. So kind of like uh, It Takes Two did. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, nice. The other player just needs to download the trial version of it. And- hmm. That's cool. <laughs> Interesting. Good deal. Uh, yeah, only a couple uh, from uh, this day in gaming. Birthdays, Hockey, you want to run through those? Uh, yes, we have Unravel 2 on the X-Bone and the PS4. <laughs> um, we got Animal Crossing and New birthday. Leaf. Uh, oh, New Leaf. Oh, New man. Leaf on the 3DS, for, um, released in 2013. That was a Happy great eighth game. birthday. And mm-hmm. Prototype. The PC, PS3, Xbox 360 in 2009. Which people, uh, even though they're not that comparable, said was a ripoff of Infamous. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Alright, guys, this has been the longest episode to this point. And I love how I said I was going to keep it shorter, and y'all are like, bet. Wait, don't worry. <laughs> Has with me at the rain next week. 
two weeks, Tyler, you're at the rain. All right. I'm going to clear my day out. Hell okay. yeah. Five hours. <laughs> Let's go. Just keep making it longer and longer. Just. Uh, yeah, anyways. baby. <laughs> can we go ahead and wrap things up here? Let's go. Hockey, where can you be found? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hawkey1151. H O C K E Y? H. Wait, what? <laughs> I spelled the sport what? hockey. <laughs> How do you spell hockey? H A W K I E. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Tyler. You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Two times Tyler, all letters, one word. Uh, I've also done a little bit of uh, streaming of Resident Evil 8 with a bunch of mods that I can find over on twitch.tv forward slash two times Tyler. And you can check out some of my other work where I've made a guest appearance over at the podcast series known as Death Saving Bros, a D&D live action fifth edition game a podcast uh, where they are wrapping up like their 90 episode campaign. Like, holy crap. That is wild. And I got to be a part of it at the very end as a guest character that came back. I really got to uh, have fun with them. And it was like the end of an era. It was really wonderful. I got got to do that uh, a few hours ago, actually. But yeah, Death Saving Bros. And then two times Tyler for everything else. Nice. What about you, BV? Uh, You can find me over on uh, twitch.tv forward slash barberingviolinist. Uh, I'm also on TikTok with the same username, Barbering Violinist, and then uh, Twitter. You, uh, <laughs> we discussed this last. Uh, Twitter at Barber Violin TTV. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I appreciate you chatted with each other. I appreciate we're, you guys. We're Thank a team, you. and much like a team, our team also has a Twitter. Once again, it's at CMQ Network, and once again, you can email us at CasualMasterQuest at Gmail and don't search for the Reddit or the Facebook page. Uh, it's kind of like looking for a dead body. If you really <laughs> want to to kick it, go for it. It'll be but there. Leave it, leave it for CSI to investigate. You know, just leave it alone. And we do have a Twitter. Oh, sorry, I, I just said that. We do have a Twitter. <laughs> I can confirm that. But more importantly, we do have a Discord. Uh, it's mostly just people goofing off. There's a lot of D&D. Uh, but I think there's going to be so much more that can be had in there. I mm-hmm. just need to give it a little time. And if you want to find this group and then they're extending parties as they branch out to their own discords, you can definitely start there at the, what we used to call the quest hall or the, the CMQ guild hall. The, the joke was, uh, D and D players would meet up there and we'd sit down and we'd talk about, uh, stories around the campfire and all that stuff. And that was what the podcast was. But now it's a fucking laser show, baby. With <laughs> Flashing lights, horny. no direction. Let's go. <laughs> and Pornhub. Um, that's coming later, Tyler. Shh. And so will oh, you. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hockey with the no header pitch. <laughs> no head. No three. You're out. Oh my goodness gracious, guys. <laughs> Send us out, big boy. I I can't top that. <laughs> but I can top you. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Okay. Emergency override. That was hockey. <laughs> that was Thomas. This I'm is Tyler. Out of here. You guys have a fantastic one. And we will catch you again next time. Lead us in. And don't forget, as I like to say, since this is our old catchphrase and I can't let go, the never stop the grind. Oh, yeah. We probably shouldn't. Yeah. You just fucking dab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a minute. But oh my God. No, I hate you guys. No. <laughs> as a web i did uh when i was trying to click back into the window to adjust an audio thing it stopped the recording briefly and i hit resume like within the second so there's a part where it stops and resumes okay i had it marked as i have it i have it here in my video it was at my not my video my recording it was at i clicked over to uh that tab and it stopped i don't know i'm going to it real quick it was a two-four. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelries Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash Revelries Music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 4.0.